All he's done in these movies so far is fuck women. He fuck women. He's Drink martinis. Yes, he's not done shit. I don't think James Bond has ever been to a cutting in grocery store. It's not Very close. easily distracted drunk pussy hound. Sean Connery has been drinking and smoking <laughs> and partying for so fucking long. James Bond is not a good man. Did we introduce Jason? Is this his first video? Jason, Jason's here. Uh, he is, he's a friend of a friend mm -hmm. who's now my friend. Right? I mean, well, that's a really nice introduction, man. I'm glad you were able to introduce him so kindly. He yeah. does, he it's, does things. It's nice to be here to be a secondhand friend. <laughs> no, uh, no. I, <laughs> like, what was that? I'm just man. thinking of how just I know Jason. discount right? shelf level friend. Here. No, no. I'm so glad I can who's now, who's now my friend, that's what I said. I concluded it. He's mm -hmm. now my friend. I never knew if we were, like, actually cool, you know? Because I'd met, I'd meet you through Charles, and then, like, and then we'd talk, and we're like, yeah, we gotta hang out, and then I never knew if that was, like, a... I was like, yeah, I'd be cool with hanging out, but like, is that just the thing you say? When well, yeah, you see I mean, it's like just be polite. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah I didn't know if it was a polite thing or if it was like, a, are we cool? And now we talk, and now, and now we're cool. Now you're sitting in my in my in my office. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm just way too polite to have said no at any point of this. So I'm. Just... <laughs> so I followed up. You did not intend on a follow yeah, you up. You guys actually aren't friends at all. Hey, that's that's. that's... More of a business venture. I am this really just counting the time until I can actually block you on all social media platforms <laughs> and just put all this behind me. This is a hell of a time for me to find that out. Let's yeah. shut the door on old Tyler, huh? <laughs> no, but uh, welcome to the podcast, Jason. Do you want to say anything about yourself or we'll just leave that... Uh... Uh, I can do a, a brief introduction. Yeah, let's do a brief introduction, man. Uh, so my name is Jason. Uh, I uh, am pretty tech-focused and music-focused. That's where a lot of my interests lie. I'm hoping I can use some of that to maybe make this fun. What's your genre of choice? Uh, I like a lot of like heavy music. Okay, um, like heavy know, so metal. The breakdowns and the blast beats and the right on, right on. That's that's what gets me that going. Grumble shit. <laughs> <laughs> the less distinguishable, the better. For sure, so, for sure. That's that's where I live. Rock on, dude. Rock on. Well, welcome to the content crisis. Tyler, what did we watch? We watched. Um, uh, what did we watch? Well, I don't know. Listen, I know what it was. I know what it was, but I gotta be honest. I don't know in what order. Like I know there. I know all the titles. I know Gold Members, the last one. Yes, I don't remember. I can't. True. I don't remember like the Spy Who Shagged Me, International Man of Mystery. Man Mystery Spy Who okay, Shagged Yeah, me. I didn't want to. This is the the original uh, Austin Powers. Yes. Uh, we wanted to take a break after watching all the Connery and the one Lazenby film, um, and kind of conclude, put a cap on that era. By watching Austin Powers, because essentially what Austin Powers is, is a complete spoof of that whole era of James Bond. Between pretty much like 19, the first one which was like 65, yeah, 62 right? for Doctor 62 No. up to like... Uh, up to 71. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, 71. Yes, 71 for Diamonds Are Forever. Yeah, so that, that era is just a fucking playground for... Absolutely spoofable, most spoofable, ridiculous. Yes, shit. it's <laughs> a it's a sexual assault ridden uh, <laughs> drinking wonderland for yes. Sean Connery. Absolutely. Where it else was, would you want to be? Well, you're right. Yeah. yeah, especially at that era. So yeah, I'd say uh, it's definitely a treat. This is definitely a treat. I wouldn't even really call it a break because I feel like it's still part of the narrative that we're going towards. You know what I mean? Even yeah. if it is a spoof. 
Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But he's still he's still ridiculous. They, we're st- we're, yeah. It's still pretty much 007. Yeah, doing the same shit. A little Double more on the nose. Yeah, 007 yeah, yeah. with bad teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little shorter. Uh, so if I told you before watching this that Austin Powers and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood were connected, let me ask you before you start on this thing. Did you make this up? No. This is like an internet thing. Or is this like a... This was, I pulled the information straight from the special features on the Austin Powers DVD. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, did you... You came up with this theory, right? Right. Okay, I just want to make... I, like, I, I, I said it, yes. I made the connection, <coughs> obviously. No one, no one's out there on the internet. Okay. Like, it's a conspiracy, well, man. Once was... upon a time in Hollywood, <laughs> and Austin Powers are... <laughs> well, no, I just want to know if it was original evidence and original... Like, an original theory and original evidence, Right. That's all I was really asking. So, yeah. with that being said, Tyler's original theory of... Right. And I'm not saying they're in cahoots or anything. Like, this isn't some, like, big, oh, I figured it out. No, I'm just saying... <laughs> He's like, they cracked the case. In a ra- the- I was saying it's funny that in a roundabout way, two things that I love very much is this, this James Bond, secret agent kind of world, and obviously the spoof world of movies, and this fantastic movie that's a poster on my wall uh, that I love very much. We're well, all connected. Uh, where's the uh, connection? Um, yeah, I'm working. I was, well, okay, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not bad. I'm trying to drive the. Uh, let, me, let, me drive, let me drive it forward with some He's questions. Man. Yeah, right I'm world now. building, man. Or, well, someone is. Yeah. <laughs> I was building the theory. I gotta. You Sorry, know, excuse go me. The whole thing, I'm, I'm right? excited. That's, yeah, I'm just, I know you're excited. I'm excited. I see your pants. I got it. Uh I actually looked down. I was like, "Am I showing?" Like, <laughs> like do I have a boner yeah. right now? I don't yeah. know, man. Sometimes <laughs> I've got a disease. It's I've lost not control. Not a disease, but condition. Uh, no, so Bond is based, or sorry, excuse me, these the, the Austin Power movies based on quite a few things, right? So we have um, in the '60s when Bond became a hit. '62, we talked about the profit. And the budgets on Doctor No, it was, it was a big cash cow, right? right? Yeah, exactly. It was a one one point one million dollar budget on Doctor No, the first Bond movie, and they made like fifty nine million. Great. So, bam. Especially in the sixties. Yeah. Right. It's not like it's a today movie. Oh, they made fifty nine million. Psh, whatever. You know. This is. But they made blockbuster. Some, yeah. They made some serious like money. Five million. They made like a five thousand percent profit. Yeah. I don't know yeah. Percentage. You got percentages sure. <laughs> Not percentages. I just want to make sure. It's fifty nine and a half million yeah. with a budget of one one, just straight one, one million. Plan. Um So people go, oh, well let's see this spy thing might be something to it. It might be lucrative. Right? So one of the uh movie series they started coming out with is uh movies about about Matt Helm. Um he's a spy that poses a fashion photographer. Which kind of reveals why Austin Powers is always taking pictures. Oh yeah, baby. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there were four uh, Matt Helm movies: The Silencers, Murderers Row, The Ambushers, and The Wrecking Crew. Now, in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh, that's uh, Tarantino does this, these things like with Inglorious Bastards and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where he kind of likes to rewrite history, like kind of a what if, right? Yeah. So basically what Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is, is a what if of the Manson murders, everything went different that night. Who was murdered that night? Sharon Tate. It was at her house on Cielo Drive. Um, now in the movie, she goes to her movie. She was in the movie The Wrecking Crew with Matt Hell or 
don't remember the guy's name. Tony Franciosa or Franchosa. I don't remember. I don't know how it's pronounced. It's Frankie. <laughs> Tony, Tony Frankie. Frankie. Tony Frankie. Tony Frankie. Um, so she's in that movie. In the movie, she goes and sees herself in the movie at the theater. She just does the whole thing. She's like, what if you're in the movie? Do you have to buy a ticket? It's a whole thing. It's cute. So it's a cute scene. Yeah. 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 Well, and she's Sharon really, Tate's and just a just a great looking gal. Margot Robbie. So. Is she on the poster? Margot Robbie. Yeah. 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 She, yeah. And she's you know. Yeah. She's and just she fantastic. Right, she a great job. She's uh, you know. She's a great yeah. actor and she's just fantastic looking and it's just so it helps. cute. It's so adorable. So yeah. adorable. So she's yeah. It's a great movie. I like it. So the parody of those films built into Austin Powers. You got her and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Be, her character having been in that movie. And there's the connection. Only a connection that Tyler Klein can see, but I like it. I like it. Alright, man. I like the subtle thing. I like drawing lines. I like I like I like He's the, got the board up. I like cut everything. Yes, I like the Charlie thing. There's the you know yeah. crazed out of my mind, smoking a cigarette in the basement. Well if we want to get real papers and wires everywhere. About it, yeah, let's if do we're it. gonna get in the old era of peace and love, man. I think that's it's an art form, you know what I mean? So you're gonna you're gonna see inspirations of your favorite art form in other art forms, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's just kind of the the beauty of it. You know what I mean? You love once a time once upon a time in Hollywood. I don't know if you love Austin Powers. I mean, I definitely, I definitely enjoy the movie. But you're gonna it's f- definitely you a see comedy the, of my childhood. Yeah. So, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. It's definitely got a place in my heart. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's cool, man. It's cool, man. Can't finish my thought. You know, getting to that point, a little stone. So <laughs> we'll move past it. <laughs> Moving past it. So it's also based on just a little other background of just the many, the many things that. Austin Powers kind of spoofs just all the secret agent shit. All of it pretty much based in the 60s. It's all pretty much making fun of that whole era. Um, there are two movies about a guy named, you know, a secret agent named Derek Flint. Kind of based on Bond. Uh, it was called Our Man Flint and In Like Flint. Um, he was not only the world's best secret agent, but he was also the world's greatest lover and an expert in electronics and dolphin speech. <laughs> it's the only skill set you need. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like uh, Jason if you knew how to speak to dolphins. I am working on that, so <laughs> yeah. yeah. Give me a couple of years. Yeah, very, and... cool, very cool. He's already got world's best lover down. Yeah. He's got electronics. Yeah. We yeah. just need that dolphin. I mean, give it a couple of years, man. You start talking to dolphins and they're making a movie We're about in you. business. Um, and where they pulled the idea of the fembots was, uh, a group of super vixens that were brainwashed in beauty salons, uh, in the movie, in, like, Flint. Uh, Which, very cool. I want to see that. Like, I want to see how they do Yes, it. I want to watch I wanna see these, like, all you know, these old spy movies. These pretty girls walking into, like, a salon and, like, oh, just a, you know, a perm or whatever they do and those, you know, things and they put it on their head and they do the shaking. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, yeah, the music, bum, bum. Yeah. And then they're yeah. And then they're attacking Derek Flint. Exactly. That's awesome. So is that and then Michael Michael Kane Michael Kane Yeah. He, uh, he played a spy named Harry Palmer in uh Harry in, Potter. Harry <laughs> Yeah. Well literally <laughs> that's what it was. Harry Potter. Uh, Harry Palmer. Um Oh Harry Potter. In in three movies they were produced by none other and the producer of the Bond movies up until 1974. Saltzman? Harry Saltzman. Harry Saltzman. 
So he was cheating on the Bond series. He's he's making all this money from Bond, and then he's like, "Look, I'm gonna step out. I'm gonna make some mo- some money on on Harry Palmer. I got Harry Palmer. I got James Bond. Double dipping." Which I think you know. <laughs> I think that was just kind of par for the course. At the time. Well, sure. No, I'm not I, saying I, anything know, about the. I just, you know. No, you kind of expect the director to have a little more passion, or maybe. I mean, well, he's he the producer. producer. He yeah, actually, matter, matter of fact, let's, <laughs> producers don't give a shit. They're just like, where, where's the money at? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I can't even tell you one producer of today. I mean, Harvey Weinstein was he a producer? Or? I mean, he was. Yeah. Yeah. So he's a slime ball. Okay. So that kind of paints. A, I'm gonna. Kind of paint a picture Harry yeah. Saltzman. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you see what the Bond movies broad are like. Broad brush, man. I'm going with this the broad dude, brush here. This I'm dude was probably raping balls. girls. It was a whole thing. Yeah. You know? I gotcha. Uh, not to generalize anybody. Right. Like I said, broad brush. I'm gonna, I mean, r- listen, if a producer is listening to this right now, first things first, thank you. Uh, <laughs> second, uh, you're probably a slime ball. So let's move you're on. You're probably a slime ball, <laughs> but we don't need you. No. Yeah. No. Um,. So that was three movies. Michael Caine originally signed on for five. They only made three. Uh, Guy Hamilton, who directed Goldfinger, Diamonds Are Forever, Live and Let Die, and Man with the Golden Gun. He directed the second Harry Palmer movie. Michael Caine lost interest in the movies. He had signed on for five. He only did three. So he just said, I'm I'm out. That's why Connery took that break in the middle. Um, You know, he just kind of, he was worrying about getting typecast. So that's why he took a break. Lazenby comes in, but then they give him this big package of money and other benefits, and that's why he comes back and does his last one, Diamonds Are Forever. Because Lazenby was... He's garbage, man. He's garbage, man. He's a weak Bond. Weak. Weak Bond, man. Very weak. Uh, although he was the first Bond to slap a woman. <laughs> very, yeah, very in your face with it, too. Yeah. Like he, he did not... He didn't care. Didn't care. I don't know if that's the thing to be like the standout part about your character. Be like, yeah, I slapped her. <laughs> I was the first Bond. I'll do it again. Right, right, Slap exactly. a woman. So it was a different time, man. Kind of a big deal. Uh, so yeah, there's that, and then this is the part that I thought was funny. Um, we have. Well, there's this. There's a. They're just kind of talking about. It. Basically, what they put in the special features is just everything they kind of pulled from to spoof this movie, right? So, there's a there's a secret agent movie called A Man Could Get Killed, where a businessman is mistaken for a secret agent. So there's no secret agents here. We're just yeah. Well, you kind of look like I don't know how that movie went. <laughs> that that kind of sounds interesting. Just wrong place, wrong time. <laughs> yeah, the right place, the right time. And this this series is funny to me. So, TV's The Man from Uncle, with the exception of To Trap a Spy, uh, the Uncle movies were mixing TV episodes with additional footage. Uh, movies were called One of Our Spies is Missing, One Spy Too Many, The Spy with My Face, The Spy in the Green Hill, and The Helicopter Spies. All those movies, except the last one, were from 1968. Uh, the last one was from, or, er, 66. The last one from, was from 1968. And then... The last spy movie was also Sean Connery's brother starred in an Italian spy movie called Brother of 007. Just perfect. So doesn't get doesn't get much more unoriginal. That's super meta. I mean, not even. I mean, just like they don't give a fuck. We need the same thing, but a little different. Yeah, Yeah. it's the brother this time. Yeah, yeah. So that's where they pulled a lot of the inspiration from. Most of that's that part of the notes. 
that was that all? No. That's not all of them, right? Well, that no, right. That's okay. that part of. Man, I was like, this is about yeah. to be a real short. This <laughs> is real man. short, real dead. Thanks real for coming, guys. Yeah. Thanks for coming. I'm gonna rate it. I'm gonna rate it a six <laughs> point. Okay. Um, okay, and so then I figure we go through everything we realize because this is we're in our Bond series, right? Yes. So I figure we can uh, go through everything we saw connections of for sure uh, from Bonds. Yeah, well, let's just uh, let's jump right in, man. Let's Which jump thing? in. So, like, how's it start? What's the opening scene, man? Paint a picture. So, we open right up, and it's the classic scene from Bonds. So, the first, I don't know, up until you get to You Only Live Twice, you do not see uh, Ernst Blofeld. He's always, it's always the behind shot, he's petting a cat. Yeah. Number two, you failed. His face like is always, always obscured. Or yes. Is yeah. Off site. It's always the back shot or like, yeah, he's this chin and in, in, uh, in Thunderball, this thing's down and he's just you just see the cat in his hand. Yeah. It's a whole. That's all you see. And so they go right to that. Um, but then you know eventually, yeah, come around. First time you see Ernst Blofeld's face is you only live twice, and that's. The Blofeld they modeled Dr. Evil after because he's got this scar. Fun fact, that Blofeld is played by Donald Pleasance, who is in Halloween. He's, you know, uh, Loomis. Okay. Uh, I don't know how familiar are Halloween and all that, but... Once a year. They've also had, like, fucking five different Blofelds. How many? Yeah, uh, I I believe it... Yeah, I think it came out to five. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, every... And it doesn't matter because all you see is the cat. You know what I mean? So it's... You could put... As far as whose faces we saw, though, there's uh, one in You Only Live Twice, um, Honor Majesty's Secret Service, and Diamonds Are Forever. I mean, just could not keep continuity on who Blofeld was. They were definitely, like, I think different. It might have been movie. four, actually, now that I think about it, because whoever was faceless, but... Um, anyhow. So, you open right up with that shot, and you see the people sitting at the table. Um... I believe the doctor and the dude with the hook hand. I didn't get a chance to watch Live and Let Die yet. Those guys are actually from Live and Let Die. Yeah. It, it felt like they were all based on something. Right. And then you got just a random military guy. Yeah. And then I started watching the director's commentary with like Mike Myers and the guy who directed this. Mm-hmm. And they said literally the girl at the end of the table on the left side... It's just a meter maid they found outside, and they're like, "Hey, can you come in for this?" <laughs> so you stand here a for a couple of shots. Yeah. So that was pretty funny. And then Mustafa, who's Will Ferrell's character, he hadn't done anything like huge yet. I mean, obviously SNL's pretty big. Yeah. But like, this is bef- this is pre like Elf, Step Brothers. Yeah. All the big shit that Will Ferrell. Yeah, big in. Will Ferrell like yeah. craze. Because he just has this little part. Literally, he's in this movie. He's probably got what three minutes total of screen time. Yeah. Because you see him in the beginning, and he's just wiping the sweat from his forehead because <laughs> he doesn't get dropped in, and then he gets yelled at because you know the cat doesn't have hair anymore. And I think they based Mustafa off of just—it's kind of a vague mixture of all the goons that attack <laughs> Bond in all the different countries he's in. I, I felt like a—I uh, forget which movie we watched where he's in. 
Was he like Shalaka? Is is in Jamaica? There's one where he's like in like somewhere where there's people dressed like that. Or okay, has he not been Um, to Asia besides Japan yet? Well, from Russia with Love, there's um, there's like the gypsy competition. Yeah, that's right. And he's got to judge these two gypsies. Yes, that's what I'm thinking of. One slept with the other's husband, and so they have to they have to fight to the death to see who gets to keep the husband. Mm -hmm. And then Bond ends up. Sleeping with both of them that night, so it's cool. Good for it's him. Cool. So does he get cool. the husband then after that? <laughs> yeah. he, yeah, he won. Yeah, he won. Yeah, stab gypsy king. A lot of stabbing. But yeah, I feel like you know <laughs> he's the gypsy king. <laughs> yeah, it definitely reminded me of. Yeah, that, oh, yeah, yeah, right. of that though. Yeah. Oh, well, Ali Kareem Bay is is his yes. uh, helper. <laughs> kind of the stand-in for Felix Leiter in that movie. So Ali Kareem Bay. Um, so we move on to uh, so that's that's Mustafa and then Fraulein yeah we meet Fraulein Fraulein's definitely based on a mixture of the lady from Honor Majesty's Secret Service who's doing all the yelling and uh, the girl at the end of from well she's in From Russia With Love but very brief segments but she's the one that comes in the room at the end of the movie and she's got the boot that you, you know the knife yeah, pops yeah, yeah. out and it's got the poison and Bond fights her in the room. What about from uh, Her Majesty's Secret Service, though? That lady. Yeah, yeah, that's what's a mixture of that oh, lady yeah, okay. and yeah, kind of the evil lady that's ordering everybody around, and because obviously Fraulein is literally what they called her, right? Yeah, yeah, in yeah, that yeah. movie. Um, yeah, I've taught you to love chickens. That's my favorite she's, line from Her Majesty's Secret Service. Dude. Um, <laughs> so okay, so that's those characters. Well, from there, yeah, I'm trying to literally trying to like piece it together, man. This is why I needed to take notes because like every scene had inspiration. They introduced they introduced us to Austin. Mm-hmm. I forget exactly how the scene goes, but I know he almost immediately has a music number. Yeah, so that's how they introduce him. Is they <laughs> they go. Uh, the only man that can stop me now is Austin Powers, and then pan to him. And he's in a freeze frame on him. He's walking down the street <laughs> yeah. all fancy, right? And the song. Is that yeah, that's an original the, song? That I, that I... I should look that up, huh? You hit me on I the think... last... The, the one thing I did research, you're like, Is that... Is that... <laughs> I don't know. No, I Because I know, uh, I mean, that's kind of been a James Bond thing up to this point. Right, yes, you're right. Starting, starting with Goldfinger, every, every Bond song was an original. So, of course, then Honor Majesty's Secret Service just skipped out. They're like, you know, we don't want any. Give a fuck, we don't they, want any part of that. that shit. They had George Lazenby sitting there moping around. Yeah, sitting yeah. on his ass. Halfway through the movie, he's like, I don't want to. I want to take five. He said, I, you know, like he quit. He's like, I'm not going to be back in the middle of Honor Majesty's Secret Service. George Lazenby said, I'm good. Yeah, he put his two weeks. I'm in, good after like, this. Six weeks before. Uh, or like he put his two weeks in like six months into production. He's like, yeah, I'm done with this. Yeah. Um. It's that I I felt like that opening song really just nailed, hammers home the ridiculous idea of this international man of mystery. Yeah, because we've talked about that. How there's no way James Bond because everywhere he goes, he's getting a fucking picture taken. Yeah, everybody's like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, James, James Bond, Bond. Oh, James you're Bond. Bond, James Bond. Oh, Mr. Bond. Every woman honored to have turns, you. second he enters the room, every woman, <gasps> it's oh, him. It's James Bond. 
Yeah, like that's not you're not fucking you're not a spy at that point. Right. People know who you are. It's like you're just a celebrity. Yeah, it's like if Edward Snowden goes into Starbucks, people are like, oh, "That's fucking Edward Snowden." Like <laughs> <laughs> Edward Snowden's a spy now. Yeah, that's impossible. Right. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, he's kind of a spy, right? Isn't he? Well, sure. I just mean you you can't go be like, "Oh, I'm Pete." You know, like James Bond always does, where he's just like, oh, hey, I'm Steve. Yeah, What's they... going on? <laughs> it's like, no, no, everyone knows your face. Villains hate you. Like, you can't go undercover anywhere now. Everybody's like, watch out for that fucking Everyone's got, like, a British picture on there. Like, yeah. no, I'm you pretty know? sure you're James like, Bond. No, it's you're not Pete. The That's, second yeah. he walks in a neighborhood, the fucking house value goes down. Like, <laughs> he's, like he's dangerous. Yeah, somebody's going to get murdered menace. here. Yeah. But anyway, yes, yeah, so those big music number. Perfect for the uh, tone of the movie, right? And well, and to make it even, <laughs> even but to really nail the part, the point part home, he drives around in the in the in that in his car, the fucking the British flag painted yeah. car. It was like Casey didn't. I mean, there's, it's a there he is. He's yeah. gone. Yeah. yeah, right. Exactly. He's got it's the swing, swinger on the back. The personalized license plate. And if you noticed, every time he was in the car. They do the green screen thing to really throw it back to those older movies where every time they're in a car, you know, yeah. oversteering and the green screen in the back. Yeah, there really wasn't a, uh, just to mention this, there really wasn't a big, there was no car chase. No, that's one thing I didn't get on. That's a that's but, a big James Bondism. That's a Bondism right there. The car chases. I think, I want to say in the next one is when he finds, because he goes back in time. And so then he finds Mustafa, and that's the ask me three times thing. I, I, I can't, right. I can't stand that. That's my cup peeve. And but anyway, there's some kind of card thing there. Okay, well, because he's got to chase him through the canyon. I, I got believe. you. So we'll get to that Bondism next movie. Then. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll do we'll do the second one once we get through the Roger Moores. Okay. Word, 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 word. Um. Let's see. <laughs> The, the ridiculous name of the club. The Electric Psychedelic Pussycat Swingers Club. <laughs> that sounds that, pretty normal to me. Yeah, it seems that sounds, that sounds I, I, pretty yeah. normal. Yeah. Was, is that like a... Uh, I, I tried to look at the beginning letters. What do you call it? Like an acronym? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was trying to see if like it spelt anything, but I was kind of... It would just be EPSC. Yeah, that's what I kind of got to, but that was my first... <laughs> E-P-P-S-S-C. Or E-P-P-S-C. So, yeah. EPSC. Epsc. Or just Eps. I mean, we could say like yeah. Epscalepsy. 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 Yeah. Not to, uh. Yeah. It was just kind of like a neon sign. Maybe. No, nah, that's a fucking reach. I'm reaching. That was definitely not an acronym for anything. <laughs> yeah, sounds you know, like a reach. Not even, I don't think Does your arm hurt? Because it looks yeah. like you're reaching. Yeah, that's uh, beyond reaching. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Kensington was obviously like a version of Miss Moneypenny. I mean, obviously, Miss Moneypenny's never been in the field, but they do this kind of, like, hybrid of, you know, like, the, the secret agent sidekick and the woman who's got... Because she kind of does the, you know, when she's on the phone with her daughter later, and she kind of goes, oh, no, it's been so long, and she's, like, kind of tugging at her shirt. I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I can't talk to him. Well, I think... I don't know about Miss Money... I think Miss Moneypenny is kind of her own... I guess you're, I guess you're right, because... Miss Moneypenny does kind of blend in with all the other women that James Bond is raping. <laughs> but. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I guess you're right. If they have to kind of smash these characters in one, you know what I mean? Yeah, they just kind of do a little, little hybrid situation. Yeah, because Miss Monty Penn is more just kind of desperate for any James Bond affection. Yes. And Absolutely. Miss Kensington really doesn't give a shit. I mean, until obviously he, until later. he puts his mojo on. But when that's, she's old and, you know, he's which been Which, do, do you find a little weird that Mrs. Kensington was like, oh, like, I, I don't know. He has this whole speech where he's like, "Oh, like I, I loved your mother, and <laughs> like your dad deserved your mom." Yeah. But I'm gonna sleep with you. Like it was a little <laughs> weird. It was a little weird. I feel like, like I'm willing to downgrade. Yeah, <laughs> to you. Like, to you. Like, yeah. Like I don't really. I trade her in for the newer model. Yeah. Like, here we are. You know. Like, I'm really I just guess... going for the bloodline, so this still counts. <laughs> Which still. Counts. I guess so. I mean, that's... you came out of her, and I'm in you. <coughs> so by proxy. Yeah, I mean, I guess he did sit in a, a freezer for 30 years. You know, so they're yeah. both the same age at this point. But right. I just think it's a. I mean, it's a movie. So I'm yes. not gonna, again, I'm reaching. And a spoof at that. Spoof yeah. at that. Yeah. So, anyways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when he comes out of the cryogenic tank, the uh, the belt, and he's going down. It's very reminiscent of in Doctor No. They have radiation cleanup. Did you know, if you're exposed to radiation, all you gotta do is wash off with soap and water and you're fine. Mm -hmm. That's what I've been told. That's the theory in Dr. No. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Just wash it off. Just wash it off. Just, yeah. Just wash it off. Does it matter if it's like warm water? Yeah, I think strictly warm water, Mm. yeah. Lukewarm. Um, we don't want to. Yeah, don't. You don't want hot. You, you don't want hot. You might cause. You might cause some fission. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You might become a nuke. <laughs> I like the. Uh, as a kid, I always liked the uh, the big boy reference. Yeah. I, I didn't even like go to big boy as a kid. Like we, I just. I mean, I was like somewhere we never went, but I just thought that was so funny seeing like. Yeah. The, you know what I mean? The big boy. Yeah. As a rocket ship, I thought that was the funniest thing. He's like, the big boy's back? He's like, one would argue the big boy never went away. (laughs) (laughs) That was offered reasonably priced meals. Shameless plug (laughs) right in the middle, which, you know, that's... (laughs) Now, that would be really cringy, but back then, that was probably, like, pretty funny. You know what I mean? Well, it's because that was probably, like, the, like, early version of it. Like, this was like, oh, wow, no one's made... Yeah, like, we didn't know... Now we know what product placement is. If you put put a Budweiser in a scene, it's like... Paid for well, by this fucking... And yeah, so one of the deleted scenes where all the guys are in the bar, it's like yeah, every tabs, everything like, is Budweiser facing out. Yeah. out. yeah, exactly. Now it has to be a little more subtle. But back then, they didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, listen, who's going to pay us? And we're just so stupid at the time. We're like, I do want a tab soda right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's got like eight of them on the table. Yeah. One's tipped over. Exactly. Because he's learning about, this, about the time when he was frozen. Um, yeah, so... I almost wanted to say I almost said James Bond, but so Austin in that scene that was another one of my favorites as a kid because this is like I watched this as a kid, you know what I mean? This is yeah, this yeah, was one too. of my favorites, yeah. man. And that scene where he's going down the conveyor belt, I thought it was hilarious as a kid. Oh, when he keeps peeing? Yeah, I yeah, mean, as a kid, the whole, the whole scene. Yeah. Anything to do with going to the bathroom when you're a kid yeah. is gold material. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, that sticks with me to this day. Yeah, I mean, obviously, right now because I just watched it. But. And the leg twitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has to like come, post up on the wall. Come, come, complete. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, that was definitely one of my favorites. 
as a kid. One thing to mention, since this is Content Crisis, when we talk about this kind of gay stuff, man, uh, he's naked the entire time, but if you notice, there's one little part where you can, he like walks a little bit too far, and you can see the cap, like the, you can see the, you can see where the base, his dick trunk. Okay. So you can see his dick trunk. Yeah. But you can see like the, I don't even know what you would, it's like the sack or whatever, not the, not his, not his Right, they got like, like a, a thing that's over the his, cover, kind the cover, of. The cover, yeah, the cover, yeah, yeah the, the, cap, cover, the cap, the yeah. cap. You can see a little bit of the cap. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, a, it's way less satisfying than seeing a, a little bit of a boob. Yeah. Um, but it was still like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It was more of a, like, just a point, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. God, yep, there it is. Yeah, kind of moment, yeah. yeah. When you see a little titty, you're like, <gasps> like, like an eight. You're like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like, hold on, pause, pause. Yeah, pause. <laughs> it's like, you, like, you're like, no, dude, rewind that. Yeah, that was watching Dr. No. Yeah. There's this brief thing where she's like, the towel's coming, and it's not quite there yet. And you're like, if you pause, you're like, oh. There's the nipple. It's like it's, like, it's that angle. You're like, there's a there. Yes, the sharpie draws on the screen. It's He's right like, there. Yeah, you see? It's like, did you just write on my fucking TV? <laughs> Which wouldn't that be? Wouldn't that be some shit if that was like kind of intentional? Like they're just being so lax with it. Like yeah, whatever. Like your dick will pop out a little bit. Like it's well, just shoddy camera work. I mean, that scene where she's doing the whole. You know, the the dick's just being covered. She takes the bite out of the sausage and all that. When he's stretching. And there's like the it's like the pitcher and the saucers right, but like you, that's where you see the fucking the cover right where he's just kind of like and you see, oh but we see it there what's going on there we see it there too because yeah. okay so that's two different scenes that you see the cover right. that's funny because maybe dude that might be actually a reference because you see you definitely got a titty slip I at thought, least once in all those yeah. movies in I thought the, first, the whole like, five James Bond movies I thought the whole vaguely hiding nudity was a callback to all that where it's just like. And especially when a lot of vagina gets in the in the hot tub. Yeah, 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 yeah. Only see the back, and then she's walking in, and you only see the legs, and it stops, and it's like a different shot. Because that's, that's the Bond thing. It's like this crazy hot girl, and then she's like laying on the bed. Oh, James. Yeah, you know, yeah. and she's like, oh, wow, what a what a hot back you have. You know, it's, it's just funny. They're pushing, they're just trying to push it and see how far they can take it. Right. Obviously, in the older movies, there's a lot more, but... Yeah, but in the newer movies, they don't they don't slip. I mean, I think they should go back to the roots. Just, just start just throw a titty slip. in there. Throw well, a titty. throw a titty. Yeah. I mean, how hard could it be to just up the rating to R? I mean, you don't want to. You, you, you lose, lose out on a lot of sales. Yeah, yeah. yeah you I mean, limit on and the pro- suppose, going yeah. right back to product placement. You would limit, you know, the product placement, yeah, the, true, the true. sponsors you would get, or however the fuck movies work. But right, I think that's fair. They don't need to move it up to an R rating. Just show us one titty or. You have the unrated version. See, or that's Bond's just got, for a Bond scene, no, no, or like Bond's we just do getting, a thirteen-minute deleted Bond's scene. Bond's going full oh, penetration. Yeah, 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 Bond's just going in. <laughs> 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 See, that would be ideal if it was like in the actual scene, like he's just a pathetic lover. Like, just, <laughs> like, like everybody's just like so impressed that it's James Bond pathetic. that they just keep the legend living. Pathetic They'd be like, lover. that was the he's worst sex bad. I've he's ever like, had, but I'm going to tell everybody I had amazing he's sex like, with I'm James gonna, Bond. He's like, I'm going to eat some escargot back here. <laughs> oh, I spilled some on your... I'm going to snort it off you. Oh, I love escargot. I'm done. Yeah, I finished. About five minutes ago. It's soft, yes. <laughs> kind of hammering it into you. It's so fucking... I love this escargot. I'm so hungry. Insatiably. Oh, shoot. Oh, man. Alright, any other references to... I don't think there were any other references in this whole movie, man. You ready to write this thing? 
<laughs> You're just done, huh? <laughs> no, I'm good. I got my rating ready to go, man. It was ready yeah. last week. Uh, Alright, so what happens after this scene, man? So he gets frozen. He gets unfrozen. He pisses. The next one was, uh, Oh, hell, let's just do what we always do. Hijack some nuclear weapons and hold the world hostage. That was your next note. Well, let's put, there's something before that. There's something before that. Uh... The penis. Oh, you want to? Oh, you want to? I thought we were going chronologically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was was just getting the uh, just all the notes that I wrote down about connecting it to referential. Oh, okay. No, 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 that's fine. Out of the way. Yeah, I got to dig, so we could just we could just go in order of note. All right, let's go. Let's do that, man. Let's do that, man. Let's. So, what was the quote you said? We got nuclear bombs, but Gorbachev uh, dropped this wall or something like that. Uh. No, so they're debating, you know, what they're gonna do, and he wants to blackmail. Oh yeah, you know, Prince, Charles <laughs> this. Prince Charles. And Super he wants int- to. <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna take a laser through the ozone layer. Yeah, it's like they're like both those things have already happened. <laughs> and he's like, ah, oh, well, let's just do what we always do: hijack some nuclear weapons and hold the world hostage. Yeah, mm-hmm. tried and true. <laughs> tried and true. It's definitely worked before. Yeah. Well, actually, it's never worked before because <laughs> I mean, James Bond foils it every time. Every time, deservedly or not. He's done it with a, a fucking seashell farmer once, so it doesn't take much to take out these this syndicate of fucking bad guys. No, it doesn't. Especially because, for context, Jason, he literally finds a woman on the beach hunting for sea uh, seashells, and she at first is a little like animalistic. I would almost say with her knife, <laughs> she's ready to like. Almost like a tribal warrior, and he calms her down with his charm. He calms her down by saying, "Oh no, I'm not gonna hurt you." Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. So, and then he ends up saving the whole planet. So I don't fucking get it. Yeah, one would argue that maybe he didn't save the whole planet because they're they're just like gonna like throw it off course by by using radio waves. <laughs> So I think yeah, I mean, was... the plan was kind of... The plan was pretty <laughs> stupid, but... The it, idea, was like, it just it was going to land somewhere else? <laughs> yeah. And then be somewhere else this problem? Yeah, that one was kind of a... Basically, yeah. <laughs> My favorite was the whole uh, you only live twice thing where... <laughs> Britain knows exactly what's going on with their uh, oh, yeah, with their dude. rockets orbiting the Earth and them getting swallowed by this rocket. But they're not going to say shit to America and, and Russia doesn't say because it's our information. It's America and Russia, and they're about they're to mad at each, each other. other, and they're like, "Oh, you guys are pretty mad about that, huh?" Britain was literally being a stinker, just being a stinker, like. Oops. Like, uh, we're going to figure it out. I'm not going to so. tell you daddy for me. It's like, it's you like, pretty mad, you. Russia? Yeah. yeah. It's like, you weirdo. <laughs> Sorry, Russia. Yeah, America, keep calm. We're going to, yeah, we're going to look into it. <laughs> you know, they know exactly what's going on. <laughs> we got our best guy on it. Exactly. <laughs> we got our best guy <laughs> on it. <laughs> it's, it's, it. What's his name? Oh, you don't want to know his name. It's, it's not James Bond, is it? Well, uh, yeah, it's James. It's James. Yeah, oh, you know James? Is he still drinking? Is he still drinking? Yeah, he's still drinking. <laughs> he's still drinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. Yeah, he's pretty fucked. He's up drinking right now. everything in front of him and fucking. What's he? What's he doing moves. right now? Well, I think he's. I think he's fucking the maid doggy style and eating escargot. <laughs> well, um, you know, it's funny. I got. They literally say we've got our best man on it. 
And then it cuts to him in China in bed with a woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our best guy. Yeah, it's good times. Uh, <laughs> definitely reference to Bond's just lack of value for any woman's words or anything. Just he, Bond's always right down to business with sleeping with people. Vanessa's on the plane. <laughs> She's talking about why she got into the field and her majors at, at Oxford. And he goes, that's fascinating, Vanessa. Listen, why don't we go to the back and check? <laughs> he cuts her off mid-sentence, too. She's fine. <laughs> I just want to travel. Listen. <laughs> that's fascinating. He cuts her off mid-sentence, dude. <laughs> Which is, yeah, is pretty par for the course. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's definitely the, that's a bondism right there, being... Terrible to women. Like, listen, it's been 13 minutes of screen time. We need to bone. (laughs) (laughs) And usually in Bond movies, it's like minute one. (laughs) You're contractually obligated to lay down in a bed with me. Uh. (laughs) Which had to be a... Had to be hard on its own. And you probably needed a contract for that. Connery's probably like, where's the hole? (laughs) (laughs) Sean, goddammit. She comes out like... Kind of like... Shaking. Shoulders slumped, kind of ashamed. He's like, get in the bed with me. Come on. <laughs> you have the contract. Come on. Get in the bed. Is this your signature? Get look at look at me. Look at me. Like, now look at this paper. Listen, hey, take your clothes off, bitch. I mean, whore. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. It's better. <laughs> bitch, I mean, whore. Oops, I gave you too much respect there. I mean, whore. <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean Sean is, Sean is a monster. He's a monster and he will never change. That's good. What what made my day was when I was looking up I was looking up Sean Connery interviews to see why he had kinda he had kinda left for that Honor Majesty Secret Service movie. And when he's in the interview and he's he's talking about doing the Bond movies and he's like, Yeah, I uh you know, I actually wrote a lot of those jokes. Uh, right on hand, the Bondisms, right? The Bondisms is like the head thing. Yeah. Where he's like, oh, not a great time to lose you, lose one's head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your quips. There's, the there's quips. at least yeah, they're all these stupid five of those. fucking one-liner quips, yeah. At least five of those from like Goldfinger on. Because they're kind of still just getting into it in the beginning and then they're like, oh, this this works. And I don't, so I don't want to waste any time, but like, do you have, I know you write a bunch from down. Do you have any like quick off-the-hand Bondisms? Yeah. Um, oh, Bondisms. Yeah, I know you have well, all your notes over there and whatnot. I don't want you to like dig through them all, but like. Well, I mean, no, I kind of recycle them after the podcast is over. Do you remember oh. any? Because there's like. Oh well, look, there's some real good ones, dude. I mean, from. I, I can I can definitely name you. I can definitely name you want the one from the newest Bond, No Time to Die, where uh, he sets a small explosive. Uh, I guess I think he like so, something explodes by this dude's head. Yeah. And he's like, oh, mind-blowing. Perfect. Uh, yeah, he runs off. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, no, I can't remember any good ones like from what we've watched. That's uh, no, okay. We'll, in recent we'll definitely experience, be experienced to more. We'll definitely oh, yeah. be exposed to Go more. Go back and listen to the Bond movies at this point. Yeah, please. Uh, this is this is going to be a long time away. If you're listening to Awesome Powers first, first things first, shame on you. Second, <laughs> second. thank you for listening. <laughs> Shame. Yeah. Also Followed like, by gratitude. Yes. Followed by, um, go check them out. The other yeah, games. go check them out. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good. It's much like that. We kind of Austin Powers eyes, Austin Powers yes. eyes, 
all the mm-hmm. Bond movies where we just kind of make fun of Sean Connery. Oh yeah. And uh, I think it, I, I think it's going to get better here with the Roger Moore ones. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. But listen, okay, let me be the judge of that because this is yeah. content crisis. Not Tyler is going to uh, superimpose it. No, 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 I was just you saying. I mean? I'm pretty sure. Stay in your lane. I think it's a little better. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Sorry, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, a lot of vagina is mm. uh, also just a huge reference to uh, all the ridiculous Bond woman names: Pussy Galore, Pussy Galore, Honey Rider, uh, Plenty O'Toole. Which the funny one in that one is is how she goes. I'm plenty, and he's looking at her, and she's got big oh, boobs. Yeah, even. and he goes, "Yes, you are." <laughs> and, and then she goes, "Plenty O'Toole," and then he goes, and then like solid dick joke right there. He's like, he's like, hmm, "Must have been your father's name." So, nice, yeah. nice, James. Classic. Big tits Classic. and a big dick, apparently. So, but not me. I don't have a big dick. Okay. <laughs> um. So then they're playing cards. The whole bit with James Bond is he's supposed to be just master of everything. Right. He knows his alcohol. He knows about butterflies. Yeah, yeah he knows out. about butterflies. Uh, and, gambling. And he knows about gambling. And then playing cards, you know. the whole joke for you know Austin Powers to just be terrible at cards where, you know, number two, he's got the x-ray vision eye patch. And he knows exactly. He's at 17. He's like, oh, it's a four. Oh, hit me. <laughs> like I suggest you stay. Like hit me, twenty one. Oh look at you, and then Austin Powers has five, and he goes, "I'll, I'll stay. stay." Like I suggest you hit. I also like to live dangerously. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Which that's where you first meet uh, a lot of vagina, right? A lot yeah. of vagina, right? That's why they were paired up there, and, and uh, number two. And number two, and number two is uh, based on number two from Thunderball. Right. He's, the eye um, patch. he's got bit. the eye patch. He's got, you know, a girl. That's that's the. Uh, or no, sorry, you were talking about Doctor No. That one. Never mind. But you know, a lot of vagina is based on her. I don't remember what her. I don't know. I don't remember if she had a name like a like a, 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 a innuendo ish name. Oh, I see. In Thunderball, but yeah, I think she had a name, but I don't remember it. Yeah, I don't remember. It might have meant something, but I like how Number Two's character in this movie has completely different goals and <laughs> than Doctor than Evil. Evil, which yeah. I've never noticed that before. Yeah, because it's just you know at the end of the movie, he's like, "You're ruining this company." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. what? <laughs> the company I mean, is just for money to do the other stuff. I mean, and, I, and as I'm watching the movie, Doctor or not Doctor Evil, but. Uh, Number two, he does talk about the company quite a bit. <laughs> He's like, the company makes $9 billion a year. <laughs> He's like, I have built this company <laughs> with my bare hands. Yeah, and Dr. Evil's just coming in and kind of fucking it up a little bit. He's like, oh, what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> and then, well, and he, he, a great joke from there is, you know, he lays out the whole map. Of where they have these businesses. First of all, he says he's got businesses in 38 states, and then he shows you stuff in, like, four. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're expecting this map to be packed with little models, and then it's just, like, he's got four things. Which, he doesn't even really, like... He, what does he say? He has a, a dock? He's got a factory? It's like, dude, you've got, you got way more ground. Oil refinery. There's probably yeah, way more interesting stuff. Here. Yeah. And the, But the best part is... And we have a 
uh, a factory in Chicago that makes, uh, you know, small models. Tiny factory models. Yeah, yeah tiny yeah, factory yeah. models. And Dr. Evil says naturally. Naturally. And, well, and that's what we talked about in Goldfinger, is the whole thing about... So, Goldfinger has this big, <laughs> elaborate board of how he's going to rob <laughs> Fort Knox. Actually, not rob Fort Knox. Set off a nuke in Fort Knox so they can't touch the gold because all the gold will be uh, radiation-laden. But it's from a, like, stage that rises up from the floor. So... You would have had to. You have to not Especially only. Especially in the 60s. And, yeah, this is a long time ago. So, like, <laughs> you would have to have an entire almost basement underneath this, you know, thing that comes down for them to build the thing, you know, build the actual machine. Which you did. <laughs> and somebody down there, you know, operating the machine. And there's probably, like, you know, <laughs> raise the stage, raising the stage, raising the stage! Well, it's funny because he's got this room full of mobsters. Oh, yeah. Yes, dude. And what are they? Because all these mobsters have, have stolen things for him, so he can pull off this job. Real like uh, stereotypical, like a, like sixties like Chicago. Chicago like, hey, what's Chicago. going on here? Hey, what's going on? Hey, 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 the floor's moving. Yeah. <laughs> get that thing away from me. And, <laughs> and so, you know, they go through, they go through this whole thing, and he's pointing everything out. What's hilarious in that movie is he gives them their whole plan, right? He's like, "Who's in?" And, like, some dudes are like, I'm in. And then one dude's like, I'm out. And then he just kills them all anyway. Fuck it. <laughs> so why would you spend the time giving the whole plan? Because he's a showboat. Doing the whole thing. But who's there to see it? The audience. <laughs> this one's for you. <laughs> this one's for you. Gah! It's just his ego. That's all it is. Yeah, he probably recorded it and, like, watched it again later. He was like, damn, that was good. He's like, I, <laughs> I give a good presentation, goddammit. All right, so... So, yeah, so they kind of do that whole thing and, like, when they're negotiating with the UN. Because it's kind of like this room full of, like, dudes in, like, suits all of a sudden. And they got the sunglasses on. I thought that was kind of a callback to that. But the model thing, I thought that was a callback to the That's definitely a direct callback, for sure. Because it literally, like, presses a button and everything, like, the pool table goes away, the shit comes out. It's like, yeah, (laughs) it's just fun. Whole spectacle. I don't want to just go to random bits in the movie. No, do it. If I'm going too far ahead, but I love I love when they the UN in this movie when they're like, oh, this is the UN, and it's just a bunch of like, yeah, and they got like a sumo wrestler and like like a a guy from like a tribe in Africa, and it's like, dude, this is this is just a bunch of like they picked like a person from every like culture and put them in this room. And they're like, yep, that's the United Nations. Well, as if, <laughs> as if the United Nations are just always... In this dark, dimly Waiting room, you know? for shit to pop off. It's like, <laughs> a shirtless Japanese man, like... <laughs> yeah. It's a nine-to-five And there's not even enough chairs for everybody. Like, no, half, of them, was, yeah, half of them are standing around. Almost all of them are standing around. Like, just... <laughs> uh, we have... Oh, sorry. Group therapy first. Oh, shit. That is hilarious, dude. I think Seth Green. We didn't really. We haven't talked about Scott yet, but Scott. Sam, or Jesus Christ, Seth Green plays a perfect Scott. It's hilarious. Yeah. He does such a good job at like that angsty, shitty little teenager. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so fantastic. Good. And in these counseling scenes, the group therapy scenes are just hilarious. He's like, I don't know what I want to do. Like maybe like a petting zoo, an evil petting zoo. Like, no, you always do that. <laughs> Well, Dr. Evil's, like, whole speech is totally a, a call to, like, their, what would you call that, like, like, exposition, I guess? Like, how, yeah, well, how the bad guy in Dr. Evil, the, the bad guy in every James Bond always has to, like, tell his fucking story. Yeah. And tell about 
I guess, I mean, I, I guess we've only really had, uh, what's his name in James Bond movies? Dr. Evil's counterpart. I always forget. Oh, Blofeld. Blofeld, yeah. We haven't really had, like, we've definitely had some Blofeld speeches, but we haven't had, like, any other bad guys than right. Blofeld. But his whole elaborate long story and, like, his almost every word is, like, almost evil. Like, he's like the lament. I don't know. <laughs> it just sounds so evil. It's the perfect setting for him to tell some awful fucking likes. Oh, well, where do you come from? He's like, oh, it's there. irrelevant. Yeah, like, yeah. No, no, come on, tell us. And then it's like, well, <laughs> like, obviously this guy's evil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the way, he tells the story. It's like, my father was a drunk. Uh, I, my mother was a whore. <laughs> she was a she whore. Man, she my was mother a whore. was a prostitute. <laughs> a 15-year-old prostitute yeah. named, fuck, was it like Phoebe or something? Either way, uh, uh, Malaysian see. prostitute named Phoebe, and she had webbed feet. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that was absurd shit, man. My I love father it. drank and abused, and he made crazy claims like he invented the question mark. <laughs> he had oftentimes accused chestnuts of being lazy. What was it about <laughs> the meat helmet, too? He was like, at age six, I made Summers in, yeah, summers in... Yeah, and this. somewhere where we had luge lessons, <laughs> and then at the end of the season we'd make meat helmets. What does that mean? Normal stuff. I don't know. What does that mean? Yeah, what's what's like a pretty, meat pretty, helmet? Pretty, 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 every, like, pretty, pretty, pretty normal standard, stuff. Pretty, pretty normal stuff. Pretty normal things. I had a normal when child I was, with my mother. <laughs> when I acted out, I was put in a burlap sack and beaten <laughs> with reeds. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, this shit. <laughs> Which, I love how... We'll just go back to Scott. He takes such a backseat to Dr. Evil, and I think to even further that point in the next movie when they introduce Mini-Me, yeah. I think that he's just added just to make Scott that much more, ugh, you know? Because <laughs> he's... They almost repaired the relationship yeah. to a certain point, you know what I mean? They, right. had to, they have to go a step backwards for that character, for sure. Yeah. To keep that character in, like, the same headspace, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, the guy at the UN that speaks for everybody, is it's him for you two, because neither of you knew what I was talking about, but he plays Babu in that episode of Seinfeld, where he, uh, Jerry makes uh, suggestions about the cafe. He should go all Middle Eastern themed, and then the cafe fails, and he's, you know, bad, bad man, Jerry! That's the whole thing. So, that guy was Babu, just saying. Um, barely not showing nudity, we talked about that. Uh, two quotes. And never forget a pussy. Cat. Cat. <laughs> Which, that scene, I remember that scene. That's ridiculous, because he literally, they have the camera, and he takes the scene, he takes the, he takes the picture. Yeah. And he's like, she says, oh, that's Dr. Evil's cat. And he says the pussy cat line. And then he just turns to her and says, Vanessa, you're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Yeah. How about a night of the town? <laughs> Cut to a night of the town. Yeah, yeah. It's a night of the town now. That was all the spy shit they did. Woke up, had breakfast, took a picture... I'm gonna shag the fuck oh, out no. of you. Oh no, they're getting away. Yeah, you're so hot. Let's go out tonight. That's exactly it. She's like, oh no, they left. That's it, the whole scene. Yeah. They get in the car. Oh no, they left. What about a night of the town, baby? <laughs> sure. Yeah. As the, I will say that 
I will say that's almost a negative in this movie that was kind of like, which they may, might have done that on purpose, but like, the pacing, that's such a weird pacing. Well, the fact that Bond, it, I mean, it really speaks to the fact that Bond really doesn't do any spy shit. He doesn't do any spy shit. The most, like, when we were watching those, the most spy shit he does is in uh, Diamonds Are Forever. Like, yes. the most recent yeah. one we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is finally, he's like, oh, I got a grappling hook, and sneaking into this guy's place. Like, Actually doing the, spy shit. Yeah. Instead of just running around with a gun and a beer like he usually does. <laughs> gun and a martini. Yeah, a martini. He's got his fucking Chardonnay and martinis yeah. blasting off. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> but in, in that scene with the bus, I think it's an ode to Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Oh, Her yeah. Majesty's... Vegas tours. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yep. Yeah. I would say that's definitely a definitely It's gotta be a callback yeah, there. That's a reference. Uh, Bond would definitely not turn down a drunk chick. Oh, yeah, I mean, um, that's more... I think that's probably Mike Myers shining through a little bit. I'm sure he would have loved... I mean, yeah. I'm sure James Bond yeah. in that moment would have said, Drink more. Here, here's some more. You want to drink uh, more? Here. I have another drink. Get yeah, undressed. Here, here. Open your eyes. Here. Sip, sip. No, I mean maybe not Mike Myers shining through. I would like to say I would like to say so. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe he wasn't into rape. Yeah, but good th- for him. That's a, that's a yeah. That's a but I mean that's that. that's also where he wanted to talk about. I'd be like, oh, your mother—that's who I always had my love for. So I always had the hots for. I mean, you'll do when you're sober, but yeah. Uh, I'm Which not sure I, the drunk problem ever arose for Bond, though. Yeah, like I don't think we really. That was also kind of the. Uh... Like the. Maybe this is maybe this is a reach, but when I remember the late '90s and early 2000s movies, there's always a love interest. Mm-hmm. It's always a love story, or at least there's even even like comedies. Mm-hmm. Somebody's always got to have a love interest. You know what I mean? Yeah. It could just be a straightforward like comedy, which that might have been just kind of like oh well, like if there's a love interest, it'll sell more. You yeah. Know what I mean? Well, yeah. it keeps you waiting for the conclusion, helps you get through the movie because you know if there's a you know a relationship established in the beginning that has to resolve itself by the end of the movie. Exactly. Yeah, you want to see them like like oh will they or won't they type yeah. of thing. Yeah. So yeah, I guess that is kind of a uh, just a good storytelling. I wouldn't even say that's like a like a trope. That's more of just like good. Good storytelling. It's a vehicle. Yeah, it's right. a vehicle. I guess yeah. that's not a negative then. You know, because in the James Bond movies, we don't really give a shit. It's just like we know she's going to be disposed they're, of. Yeah, they're disposable. Yeah, they're very disposable. And which yes. I know, spoilers, so but I know, I know with like the next Bond movies that she gets disposed of. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or not, not uh, Bond movies, uh, Austin Power movies, sorry. But I know that, you know, Vanessa is not in all of them. Right. Is she in the second one? She's not in, I think she's like. Very, very yeah, she's very beginning. Yeah, that's what I thought. And then the third one, of course, is Beyonce, yep. which awesome. But uh, I don't remember the girl's name from the second one, but she's yeah. not bad looking either. No, so yeah, which I guess, okay. yeah, I guess that's not a negative. It's more of a just a just a Austin well, it's, it's the Bond model, you know, right. like you, you know, you, you feature this fucking you know, this fox. You know, like, hey, look at this guy. Which maybe that's just the age of the time since he went for 30 years, you know, like the flight attendant deleted scene. She's like, oh, this is the future now. You yeah. can't be disrespectful. Like, I'm not wearing you know these I mean? things where it has nipples built into the, into the <laughs> uniform. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's ready to kick his ass when he slapped her. <laughs> yeah. And... Yeah. So maybe that was just because like now it's a little bit more, you can't just be We're like. We're not called uh, stewardesses now. We're called flight attendants. Yeah. 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 Maybe that's the whole thing with the movie is that like. I know I've probably said this like three times already, but like, 
now that I'm looking at it, is the whole picture, like, James Bond's whole love interest thing is that she's, like, stop being so fucking James Bondy. Or, yeah. sorry, I'm confusing it. She's like, stop being so James Bond awesome powers, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, that's... Now it's starting to look a little cuter now that I'm looking at it. It's like, oh, okay. That's a sweet <laughs> love story of a borderline rapist now. Borderline rapist at this point. <laughs> he thought about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of vagina quoted, uh, you only live twice, when she said, uh, you know, in Japan, men come first and women come second, which well, Paris says, and sometimes not at all. Which I want to think that the director, who directed this movie, by the way? I don't want to um, the director. Do you know? Fuck. I'd have to look at the kids. Well, we can, we can look it up later, but Stay I'd here. like to think that, like... Tell the, Jason about your dick or something. I'd like to think that the... So anyway, it's... I haven't shaved in a minute, dude. So sure. it's like a little, like it's like a jungle down there right now. And I've got this issue where I, don't, I have these like shavers, mm-hmm. but I use them for my face. And oh like, yeah, and you don't, don't want to cross. I, wanna, I, I mean, wanna, you don't have like a dis- like a head that you can interchange. So you have like thing is, like I a do ball one a, and a face one. I just leave I your have, ball one in the shower and your face one on your. It's a sink. it's a electric. Oh, buddy. Like, yeah, exactly. So I don't, I'm kind of conflicted. I don't know if I should go buy a second. Shaver or just have like a good amount of alcohol in deck, so I don't know. I feel like you know, just like a regular thing like clippers, you know, you could get one really cheap, you know, and yeah, I mean, they're inexpensive. Yeah, it's just, if I can if I can solve this problem without spending money, that's the optimal route to go for me, sure. So, um, anyway, Jay Roach directed all three Austin Powers movies, okay. Um, god damn it, because I definitely lost when I was damn it. You know? Oh, yes. No, right, I know. I, I know. Oh, I know. You know? Okay. Um, I'd like to think that Jay Roach probably found that those scenes as funny as we did. Oh, yeah. Because that's, to, to me, those were the funniest scenes. With him in Japan and, like, them showing us this quote-unquote culture that, like, <laughs> definitely is just, you know, them looking... They're not even... They're, like... I can't, I can't compare it to anything. I, I don't even know how to, like, explain how racist... This shit is <laughs> so racist. <laughs> like beyond, beyond it, beyond it. It's like Bond. blackface. It would be like them doing blackface yeah. the entire time. It's Asian face. It's Asian face. Literally it's Asian, Asian face. face They're they like did. Bond. You have to be Japanese. Yeah. They put these things on his eyelids. They give him a bowl cut. It would be like if they went to Harlem, did blackface, and were like, "All right, you're just gonna eat chicken and watermelon all day, and then this is that's what you're gonna do." Like, Bond, you're black now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah. Paint his skin. Shave his head. Starts listening to like. Stevie Wonder. It's like, God, this guy. <laughs> My favorite part of You Only Live Twice, and just the ridiculousness, Bond, you're going to ninja school. Yeah. And this guy. And that was delivered with a straight face, I'd imagine. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. There was no. There's this guy. He wasn't like. They're showing this ninja school, the amazing, amazing feats of this ninja school, right? And, like, first shot is like, this is ninja school. And, like, all these Asian dudes are like, ah! Running. Right, just a big field of them. Sure. <laughs> There's Grazing. a guy between these two skinny little trees. Right? This is so funny to me. Because he goes, yeah, cuts them both in half, right? And then turns around and like cuts some fucking like dummy. Right? And it's like <laughs> in order to do that exercise, you gotta wait whatever the time period That's the takes for like that five years. tree to go. Oh, those trees so are at you least got, five years old. You can do that drill once every well, I mean, I'd imagine they got a plot of land. They probably got like a dozen of those you just cycle through. The payoff is not worth That's that exercise. If, 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 <laughs> yeah, if you're talking from a logistical standpoint, yeah. But you've got, got to probably have a small field of these trees. However, 
you know, this is an exercise only one person can do every couple of months at that point. <laughs> it's probably like like a graduation thing. Like yeah. you have to be like, you know, this right. is your grandmaster test. These yeah. are your tre- you know what? He probably had to plan them. It's probably yeah. a discipline yes, thing. He's got I'm overanalyzing this now. But. Yeah, but no, that's 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 true. That's probably what happens. Is in ninja yeah, school, you gotta. Bond got the you know the yeah, two day version. Cool, huh? All of a sudden, he's like, "Oh, I'm a ninja." He's got suction cups and all this. I got my shit. certificate. It's <laughs> like uh, I bet those guys. That's the discipline thing. They gotta put fucking miracle grow. They gotta louder <laughs> that shit. You know, this is gonna be kind of random, man. But I feel like there's a training in some military where like they give you a puppy, and you're supposed to like love this puppy and like do stuff with this dog, and then you're told ordered to kill it. I don't know what it is. I we can Google this. I want to Google this. Oh wait, you know is that the medical about? thing where you get a you get some sort of pet, and then like, and then they keep like slaughtering the goat, and then like you gotta fix it up, like that's how they practice like patching things up. I want to say this is like a like a I forget what it's called in like a, the military school, but it's it's like a real like. What, if they're just out killing like torture, puppies, I'm, torture, not, uh, I'm not into it. It's like a I'm pretty sure it's in the U.S. military where they like teach you how to deal with torture, uh, how to deal with psychological. And so you have to kill this thing that you love so that nothing can... Yeah, they, like, actually torture you. you. They actually teach you how mm-hmm. to, like, do this. And I, I guess I that's be... fair, but if we're just killing puppies... I, I feel like I'd rather have, like, the it. car battery hooked up to my nipples than then have, yeah. to, have to deal with dog. the dog thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like... I bet like, you can kill me, dude. Let's let the dog go. <laughs> like, yeah, good. right, exactly. And that's, like, I, I don't know, maybe that's part of the training is, like... Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure some listener out there is, like, I know exactly what the fuck you're talking about, yeah. but... And they're, like, screaming at the <laughs> thing. They're like, <laughs> yeah, they're it's like, this! <laughs> yeah. Which we could easily Google it, but the computer's on the floor, and um, yeah. we don't have it hooked up to the TV yet, so... Right. Need that HDMI cord now. Yeah. Uh, the trope of slow, avoidable deaths... Like why in the fuck is this is this warehouse full of steamrollers? The like there was run. nothing else in that room but steamrollers. <laughs> no, warehouse. We're just we just got steamrollers. We're good. <laughs> hey, what are you doing today? I'm at the steamroller. <coughs> what are you doing there? I just drive laps in the steamroller. Just making sure the floor's flat. <laughs> What's that whole scene? That's another memorable scene. We, which I mentioned, I mentioned that scene on one of our earlier episodes, which I th- I mistakenly thought it was from Airplane. Mm-hmm. It's from this movie where it's, you know, that slow, avoidable. I feel like you said airplane. I feel like, I feel like we established what it was. In know. that previous episode, I think yeah, I think we talked about because that I know is from Austin Powers. Just the get out of the way. Ah! Oh, maybe we did. I'm pretty sure we got it. But. Well, you know, you know how I operate, man. So yeah, no, you're good. It's not a uh, you know, don't hate the player, hate the game. No, I'm not hating anybody. Okay, so okay. But yeah, Anyways. trope of slow avoidable deaths. The steamroller guy. Do you want to talk because about the deleted that's... scene? <laughs> <laughs> this is a, this is, this is probably one of the better deleted scenes. Which I I thought these are my favorite list of deleted scenes I've ever gone through on a movie. This is why I like having the DVD because you actually get the shit. Yeah, that comes with it. You know, more. you can look at a streaming service and you can watch a movie. and You can be like, great, I don't have to own discs. But the truth is, with the disc, you get a little you more. Get, you get the extra stuff. That's what I like. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes they trick you, though, you buy a disc, and then you, you're like, alright, where's the special features? And they're like, play, scene selection, languages. And you're like, oh, fuck, Some I got one of these. <laughs> um, yeah, so the deleted scene, <laughs> there's two deleted scenes with both kind of henchmen that die, right? So this henchman that gets run over by the steamroller, played by Michael McDonald, who I know played in The Heat and uh, 
can't remember the other thing he was in that I saw recently. But The Heat is that Melissa McCarthy, Sandra Bullock movie. Just oh, like yeah, yeah, movie. yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I remember it from Matt TV. Right, yeah, that's what Dakota said, too, when yeah. I watched the movie. Yeah. Oh, Halloween Kills, that's what it was. Halloween Kills, okay. He's the... <laughs> Yeah, he's there's there's a gay couple that lives in the original Michael Myers house, and of course Michael Myers comes home and the yeah gay couple's pretty funny because they're like I got this knife he's got this little cheese knife and he's going after Michael Myers with it it's pretty fun. Um, so he gets run over and then the <laughs> it shows this house and this this kid oh, yeah. he's riding his bike home and then the woman picks up the phone what he got run over by a steamroller oh my god. Hangs up the phone. She's like, okay, sit down. Bobby, Whatever. Billy, okay. I gotta yeah, tell you. Yeah, I think it's like Bobby, Billy. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so I was I like, tell you some sad news. <laughs> Your stepfather's dead. He's what? Like, He's been like a father to me ever since your dad split up. It's like they never think about how the effect of a henchman dying on the henchman's family. See that. Perfect, <laughs> it's just, dude. Perfect. Um, and then the other deleted scene there is... Uh, well, wait, let's... let's Let's talk about that scene before we talk about the deleted scene. Okay. They get captured. Yes. They get captured. They're they're playing with the uh, the trope of like, why don't we just shoot him? Yeah. <laughs> because like Scott's like, I got a gun. Like, really in my pressing room. on yeah. it. He's like, we can do this right now. He's like, Scott, shh. I'm gonna do it my way. Scott, shh, shh. Scott, shh. Scott, I got a whole bag of shh right here for you. Okay. Shh. With your name on it, Scott. Shh. And of course, they walk him up real slow and everything like that, and. Dr. Evil says, put him in the chamber with the shark and with the laser beams attached to their heads. And Dr. Two, no, number, <laughs> two, yeah. number two uh, leans over and he's like, um, unfortunately a lot of things have changed in the past 30 years and there's a lot of red tape. So, um, <laughs> the unfortunately, the we couldn't get any shark for laser beams attached to their heads. And he's like, well, what did you get? And he's like, well, we got a lot of sea bass. Sea bass? Right. <laughs> he's like, right. He's like, what does he say? What does he ask? Are they at least ill mannered? He goes, well, they're mutated. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh are they ill tempered? <laughs> oh, yeah, ill tempered, ill tempered. Yeah. Yes, he's like, oh, yes, very ill tempered. Like, oh, very. Very ill tempered, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so they guide him up into the uh, into the room with the ill tempered seat. And he goes, do you really expect them to pay up, Dr. Evil? He goes, no, Mr. Bond, I expect. Mr. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 Austin, I expect them to die. Which is a callback to Goldfinger. He's got the laser coming up the board that Austin, uh, that James is strapped to. They're one and the same at this point. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, I'm just are. I'm just calling everybody Bond. James Powers, Austin Bond. James Powers, yeah. <laughs> the laser's coming up the fucking board, and he goes, "You expect me to talk?" And he goes, "No, Mister Bond. I expect you to die." Perfect. So definitely callback there. Definitely a reference to the uh, the old. I almost saw some power. The old, the old Bond movie, man. Yeah. Oh, they're one and the same. It's they cool. are absolutely one and the same. But yeah, so, so that, that scene, he's got the... Uh, the the ill-tempered mutated... Yeah, in, in, the, in the room with the ill-tempered mutated sea bass. Uh, they, use, they, they use dental floss... And toothpaste. And toothpaste to escape. And they finally get to the henchman. And, and uh, this is, this is the, 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 the representation. Every time he goes, Joe, chop! Because, like, Bond thinks he, like, knows shit, right? It's just the pathetic athleticism of Sean Connery in all these movies. Where he's like, ah! and you it's know, like the just boom, this, bang, the one, pow. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Boom, bang, pow, you know? Yeah, and, 
<laughs> so he's like, because at one point, he's like, judo trip! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything has got to be. It's judo something. Yeah, judo something. But so he puts the guy's head, he takes the guy's head. Into the sea bass. Into the sea bass. And the sea bass devours his head like fucking like piranhas. piranhas. Yeah. Which, which is, is a callback to You Only Live Twice and the, the, the piranhas in the water. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So in that scene, of course, you know, the henchman dies. But in the deleted scene... Yeah, the deleted scene, the name tag's John Smith, right? And it's Rob Lowe and these guys at the at a Hooters. Product placement, right? By the way, I wonder if they lost a bunch of product placement there in the deleted Like, money, basically. Because like, I'm sure Budweiser they got, and like, Hooters for budget, both of that, right? yeah. They got Budweiser budget, right? But probably mm-hmm. lost some shit. But anyway. <laughs> um... So yeah, Rob, the, you know, this Hooters waitress comes, they're like, he's like, you can't believe John Smith's getting married to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, and the guy's like, where is John? It's not like him to be late. Yeah, like, well, like you John know, Smith. he works for Dr. Evil. He's a henchman, so, you know, they work late sometimes. <laughs> like, phone call for the John Smith party? Yeah. I'll get it. I'll get it, Rob, yeah. And he gets on the phone, what? He's, his head was eaten by a, or no, he was decapitated by like mutated, ill-tempered sea bass. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. He walks up. What's up with Smitty? Like, he's not coming. John Smith's not coming. Oh, why not? He was decapitated by <laughs> by mutated, ill-tempered sea bass. My god. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. But the guy's like, oh my god. The way he says it, it's just like you could tell he was almost on the verge of laughing. Like, yeah. Because he was like, oh my god. <laughs> he was so it was it was pretty it was, it was fucking hilarious it was, it was great yeah and so you know they, they're like ah this one's the John Smith so that that's yeah, that was probably my favorite series of deleted scenes because then well we'll get to the other yeah we'll get to the other ones because yeah. we covered the stewardess the two henchmen so yeah we'll get to the ending ones perfect um all right, so the kind of Bond lines is when dude loses his head, right? He does, like, four in a row. They don't do them all movie. Like, the first time it comes up is Dr. Evil does one. Because when they uh, present the fembots to him, he goes, It's nice to see a woman of that caliber. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Which I think is... Real quick, I think it's funny that Doctor none of Doctor Evil's jokes really land at all. <laughs> right, and all of like the laughing is pretty much like because everyone's nervous. Like even the evil laugh. Well, the evil yeah. laugh is everybody just keeps like that's yeah. They're just like building off of like, is he done laughing? Could right. I be done laughing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then he's like, ha, <laughs> 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 yeah, um, so yeah, he has that line, and then. Uh, Austin does like four in a row after that dude loses his head because they haven't done him and so and then Vanessa just sits there and goes oh yeah oh I guess <laughs> you know he goes uh, not, not a good right. time to lose one's head yeah it's like not the way to get ahead in life yeah it's a shame he wasn't more headstrong He'll never be the head of a major corporation. Okay, that'll do. Yep. <laughs> walk away. It's like we've we've hit the limit. Let's let's move on. Which I'd like to think that when they were writing this, they just were like, all right, write a bunch of bondisms, right there. You know, all yeah, just throw guys. four right there. Boom. No Get it over how. with. We won't have to. Yeah, we're not going to sprinkle them in. Just yeah, like yeah. bam, 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 bam. Get them out of the way. Get them out of here. Easy. Um. Oh, 
you know what? I did just... <gasps> Dude, I remember! Diamonds are forever. Opening scene. Very brief character. You know, Mustafa, Will Ferrell's character's got the red hat. Yeah. Fucking the dude in Cairo who's playing cards when Bond's going around, where's Blofeld? Where's Blofeld? Like going around interrogating all these people and then it's the one dude who's playing poker in Cairo or Jack, whatever, Blackjack, whatever, fuck, I don't don't know cards. He's like, uh, hit me. And then Bond turns him around on the show and just, you know, Blasting. so like, so that's that's a bondism in itself, right? Just kind of like, not literally a bondism, but a bond actionism. I don't know. Anyway, bond actionism. But that's definitely what that dude, what Mustafa is based on, is yeah. that dude in Cairo that's in the movie for like two fucking seconds. <laughs> anyway, feeding enemy is definitely trope of the Doctor No movie. What is? It? What did you say? You, you know, because. Uh, Scott's like, you, what, you, so you're feeding him? You're feeding your nose? Oh, yeah, Right, dude. that's what they do in, Do in Dr. No. Dr. No sits down and has dinner with him, and he talks about his robot hands that are never utilized, as we talked about. Is that where he's, like, in the, like, almost hotel? Where he yeah. Has, oh, yeah. It's a fantastic every, facility. You're like, I, you know, I might be an evil guy. Like, I'm cool if this is the... Every, every the movie, perks. he's got his own, like... I feel like he's being put up by the... Like the bad guy. Yeah. Like, puts like, him up in a hotel. You're a like, villain now. Enjoy and you get, your last days, Bond. You get this form as if you're a villain. And like, like they know your address, but they're not allowed to come arrest you. And they're like, all right, look, if you're a villain, uh, sign here, here, and here. And uh, these are the requirements. These are the amenities <laughs> you must provide. Yeah, the amenities yeah. you must provide when you hold a, a, lot hold of a double O agent hostage. A lot of red tape. <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot of, red of red tape, like with the sharks. Um... So yeah, just very reminiscent of that. Um, the plastic suit when Doc and uh, Doctor Evil's in the oh yeah in the thing and Doctor No, it's this reactor underground. Everybody's got to wear these radiation suits. Everybody's that's how Bond slips in, is he's in this fucking suit and like nobody saw his face or whatever. And he's just kind of like standing there like, what are you doing? You up there? Turn the wit. And he's like, oh, uh, <laughs> you know. Like, um. So yeah, a lot of the. And, and that's, it's standard fucking, it's standard Bond shit. Just this underground base where shit can launch out of, or... I could be you know. rem misremembering, but I feel like in, at some point, Blofeld was the only one in the suit. Do you remember, like, I don't remember which Well, because Blofeld's not in that one, it's Dr. E uh, Doctor no. But wasn't he, like, the Dr. only no. one Cause you never with the suit? Doctor Doctor no, or you never meet Blofeld. Until, well, you, you meet, the bad you meet his was. back. Whoever the bad guy Dr. Was. No was the main guy in Dr. Okay. No. Uh, in that scene, in Dr. No then, I feel like I remember saying, like, why the fuck is he the only one in that suit? Like, he comes out like, it's, oh, it's highly radioactive, and nobody else has the suit on? Or am I misremembering that? Because I, I, think, really I think you're probably basing it on the fact that Dr. Evil was the only one in the suit in this scene. Because, like, he made everybody walk around. That's how Bond was able to slip in. Is because everybody's okay. in those suits I down see. there, down that basement. We might have to go rewatch that scene, because this might be one of those, like... Yeah, I mean, we can show it to you after, but I'm pretty sure everybody's wearing it. So. Yeah. Actually, Dr. I Evil had because I just lent Dr. No to a guy work, but anyway. But Dr. Evil up. had the right idea, though, because his suit was perfectly clear, so you would have seen... Who it was, exactly no matter what. Was, like, there yeah. was no sneaking Austin's around. Austin's not sneaking Very around. Very slippery. Yeah, he's slipping off of everything. Over the place, yeah. man. 
<laughs> slipped him off the chair. And he, yeah, he couldn't figure. I like how he's trying to put his yeah. Head he on was like shit, he couldn't like, figure out like how to just stand there. He was like trying to. He's doing this. Like, he's doing the shit. pinky thing. <laughs> it's like it's and not, he's like he's like eh, eh. It's not the same when I can't actually touch. Yeah, just doesn't feel right. <laughs> uh, the repeating commands—that's that's the you only live twice thing. Like, Very yeah. Like okay, open the shutters. Okay, opening the shutters. You know the whole. Yeah, we so. we definitely we picked up on that almost immediately because yeah. that was like like well, we said that's earlier. the line thing. Just the I haven't come across anybody doing like the screams that you did. you bringing in the fabrics. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, Fraulein was. Line from the Bond movies, yeah. she was loud, yeah, and for nothing. More just like bitchy, like she didn't do like the exaggerated like screaming, just yeah, the, yeah, the like the scream. <laughs> it's always the last word, it's like bringing in the facts. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, <laughs> number two walks in. <laughs> Fembot stuck in the briefcase <laughs> wig hanging out the zip legs, hanging out the hood. He's got his own thing going on. Don't, don't <laughs> they just don't address it like whatsoever. Don't judge him. So fucking don't funny. Don't judge number two, man. That's his kink is robots. <laughs> <laughs> and and that that's that leads us to the deleted scene with that one. That's the other deleted scene that I love. Oh yeah. He's talking about um <laughs> He's talking about the, the, he's like, Austin, I got, a, I got a proposition for you. There's a billion dollars in this briefcase. And he, like, counts the one stack. Apparently, Austin can uh, count money by hearing it. And he goes, you're about $832 short. He's like, I had to buy the case. He's like, oh, so in a way, I'm buying the case. <laughs> he's like, it's a nice case. And he's like, right, but I don't like the principle. He's like, he's like, it's a... Oh, fuck. It's a... Figale, you're like yeah, something. Where, I fucking had it written down. I guess I didn't. It's a Fendi or some shit like that. And he's like, it's a nice case. <laughs> he's like, I don't like being stuck with the case, though. I don't like... And then he's like, I've had enough. And he <laughs> does press him down. It's literally... They just cut, like, 30 seconds. Almost that whole scene. Out of that last Because, scene. like, yeah. the scene goes, Austin, I've got a business proposition for you. Austin runs, walks up with a machine gun, sits down, and Dr. Evil puts number two in the hole. Right. So it's definitely... So basically, got, yeah, yeah, they cut, like, a 30-second thing out of there. And that's the other thing with the flight attendant thing, is he buckles his seatbelt on the beanbag chair, which is ridiculous and funny. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there's the there's a continuity lack there, because in the real movie, you don't see that deleted scene. And so, all of a sudden, you didn't see him buckle his seatbelt, and so all of a sudden, he's just unbuckling this beanbag seatbelt. Like, when did that happen? <laughs> But again, I kind of like the chaos. I, I don't know. I like that. Yeah. I think Especially just like standing up when it's still attached. Yeah, that would be back chair in the deleted scene is good, yeah. That's kind of a, uh, that's kind of a cool thing with, well, let me say it like this. The, a director's job is very difficult. Yeah. Because it can quickly turn to chaos of what the fuck is going on. Because if you, if they didn't cut those two smash those two scenes together like they did where they're like, oh, Austin, come sit down, and then they just moved on. It could have easily gone haywire. You know yeah. what I mean? They could have easily cut it at the wrong spot. Or I can't believe they cut the them. case thing. Because that's it's literally like 30 seconds of just like, it's just a funny Austin Powers. That's a classic Austin Powers bit. I like the case. It's just, I don't know. It's the principle of it's choice. It's the principle I of like, like I want to choose want. if I want. Yeah. yeah. I just, I thought that was... 
I, I didn't. I thought they could have left that in. But they definitely could have. I don't know why they took it out. It's thirty seconds. You got to cut it under like an hour. I mean, because it was an hour twenty nine with the credits. So it's like, hey, what are we doing? They're yeah. like, we need to be under an hour thirty. I guaranteed. Guess. Is that a thing? I, I think I think some. I mean, maybe TV. You know, if you. they were ever going to have it on TV, they need oh, to be under a certain time bracket for it to air. Yeah, true, true, true. I mean, I know like Quentin Tarantino was having problems with it when we were researching Kill Bill. He's talking about <clears throat> uh, Harvey Weinstein told him, you know, like, oh, why don't we do two parts? Like, you're you're cutting all this stuff because he was trying to get, it, you know, it was initially just going to be one movie, and he was trying to get it inside of, uh, I think, like two and a half hours. Mm. Excuse me, and. Uh, so, you know, that's when they came to the conclusion, like, oh, why don't we just do two parts, you know? So, I think sometimes it is a thing yeah. of how, how long it's supposed to be. And now we don't care because we're just coming out with The Irishman that's like three and a half hours. Yeah, or no, Batman. No, no one cares how long movies are. Or Batman is three hours. But, you bet, you hero, superheroes guy? Sure. Right? Did you watch the new Batman? I did not. Okay. Because I heard it was very long, did. and I just didn't it's have that time to set aside. I felt it was corny, but everybody I've talked to that's like a you know a Batman truther or historian, mm-hmm. if you will, I guess is the better name because truther sounds trollish, um, has told me that I'm so fucking wrong. My brother's a huge Batman fan, and he's like, "Fucking what, did the movie a disservice?" And I'm like, "Okay, are yeah. we talking politics all of a sudden?" Like, what general consensus happening? I got was that he was a fine Batman. Uh, Robert Patterson was a fine Batman, I hated but him not Bruce, a great though. Bruce Wayne. Yeah, and that that was kind of the feel I've been yeah, getting, getting that was so far. Exactly what was said. That's how I felt about it. Yeah, yeah and I feel like if anyone wants to, and if you don't know what we're doing by now on this podcast, I mean, look. We shit on the goofiness of movies. Like, you know, like, hey, what's that? What are we doing? You know, like, he's got fresh berries for Bruce after a night of crime fighting. It's like, maybe, maybe get this guy some protein. Yeah, he's, you know, meat. he needs to recharge. Like, Bruce Wayne, no offense, man, but he's, I mean, he's like, your build. Like, he's just a, just a, yeah, I mean, he's a buff guy, man. <laughs> It's like he needs some. He doesn't need a Nutrigrain bar, man. He needs like a, a protein shake. You know, what yeah. I mean? get him going. Yeah. Um. All right, and so then the last note I had on it was the end scene is kind of the From Russia with Love, Diamonds Are Forever, based on that kind of thing, a mixture of the two. At the end of From Russia with Love, there's kind of like a an assassin. What do they What do they call that when it's the pre the penultimate? Yeah, penalty. Right, yeah, right. So there's the hotel scene when they're like, okay, we got everything, we're good, we're, you know, now we're going to take the device. To the, the scene before the last scene. scene. Yeah, right, yeah, so the penalty scene is them in a hotel, they've got their shit together, they've taken the device to wherever it's supposed to go, and then they end up on a raft at the end of the movie, and the lady who looks like Fraulein comes in to try to assassinate, she's posing as a maid. Um, so it's kind of based on that, more so on the Diamonds Are Forever it's a mixture because in Diamonds Are Forever they're on this cruise ship and they're having dinner out on this deck and you know Mr. Went and Mr. Kid oh yeah come out to assassinate and they throw him overboard it's a whole thing yeah the James Bond movies either end in one of two ways either his love interest gets killed because just the once just the once well okay well his love interest gets killed in one yeah. The rest of them ends on a raft or on the water. Yeah. 
Water of some kind. Water of mm-hmm. some kind. There's now near, set up as like a into the sunset kind of thing? or yeah, just okay. near some body of water. Either they're literally on the water or like in Goldfinger, they're on the beach uh, right next to a lake. And they hide under a parachute from the helicopters coming because James goes, there's, there's no time to be rescued. I need to rape you. <laughs> right. Because, anyway, right. dude, Goldfinger, it's so rapey. Yeah. Because he literally overpowers her in a barn, and then she's like, "Oh, oh, okay, I love yeah." Her. She, and she's saying no. He raped a her lot. into into. He's like, "Shut she's up." She's a bad guy, and he literally like raped her into like, "You're a good guy now." And so she called in favors. <laughs> That's rough. It's 1967. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah. It's, That's fucked. It's bad. It's bad. Yeah, it doesn't age well at all. Oh man. So um, at the end of the end of the, this movie is. For some reason, they say on a honeymoon, and so it's it's a little bit of a mixture with Honor Majesty's Secret Service because the only movie Bond gets married at the end is in Honor Majesty's Secret Service, and then she gets killed. Naturally, um, so it's just that kind of like oh, all's well and good, you know, conflict is over, and then somebody comes to, well, of course nobody comes to. Oh yes, sorry, sorry, I'm getting my shit mixed up. Somebody comes to you know end the happiness, but they fend it off. Which is, Aww. we didn't see the guy who's odd job, except for the introdu- introduction, which his name is uh, Random, or Random Task. Yeah, Random <laughs> yeah, Task. Just, just chose different words, I love it. <laughs> um, just synonyms. It was just like, Set okay, up, we yeah. got They synonyms. put it in a shuffle and they were like, alright, Random Task, let's go. Yeah, we need, we need a synonym of odd job for Random, task. or yeah. we need synonyms for odd, we need a synonym for ta- or job. Um so he comes in, throws a shoe, and then, you know, the good quote in there is, Ow! That really hurt! Who throws a shoe? Honestly! <laughs> that was one of my favorites as a kid, too. I remember <laughs> quoting that as a kid. Like, who throws a shoe? Honestly. And then, you know, Austin gets, <laughs> gets in his, Oh! Thing, and <laughs> literally, random test comes up, and he's like, Oh! Just which is very accurate to how it's portrayed odd job versus bond and goldfinger is odd job literally is just throwing him around and he can't do anything about it. like I, I guess the dude's like part jaws or something because he's like punching him in the stomach kicks him in the balls and like odd jobs just smiling at him yeah and you're like, okay and he's just throwing him around so bond has to outsmart him which I wouldn't think would happen because then the Bond's trying to open a nuke and he's just got like two gold bars and he's like trying to like pry it open. <laughs> There's like a timer for like another minute and he's like, clink, clink, come on, come on, clink, clink. It's <laughs> a very slow process. Um, so we got one more scene too. We got the deleted scene. Right, and so then we have the alternate ending. Which, what do um, you think of the? I'm, I'm glad they made that an alternate ending because, like, it was it was cool, you know. And it wasn't just alternate. This was like original ending. Like this is oh, the yeah, first I'm one sorry. they went yes, with. The deleted scene. Those two deleted scenes are literally called original ending one, original ending two, and it's it's absolutely the callback to um, Doctor No. That's how it ends. They're either because okay, Doctor No. It ends. They're on a life raft, but it, it, well, it's a small boat. Because it's not, a, I think life raft entails that it's inflated, right? So Doctor No, they're on a small boat, like a small paddle-like boat, or no, it's a small motor. Yeah, they get away, but they run out of gas. Is what happens. Felix comes and gives him a tow, and then Bond's like, yeah, he unties it. He's like, I need to fuck you in the middle of the ocean. 
alone, and who cares if we starve? Yeah. Uh, well, he'll just eat her. You know, they're disposable. So. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But in this scene, he. Uh, and then, well, and so then in two, they're literally on like a, a raft in Italy, I believe it was what it was. Goldfinger, they're on the lake. Thunderball it ends on a literal, like, air-inflated life raft. And so that's what they're on there. And then they have Vanessa dressed as Honey Rider in Dr. No in the same, like, white bikini and the knife on her little chest. Yes. On her, on her uh, chest. Why did I say chest? Uh, waistband. Or, yeah. And she's literally exactly like that. She's like, Austin, how are we on this life raft all of a sudden? He's, he's, he's like, this is how all my movies end, baby. It's. It, I mean, it's definitely. It was. I mean, I, I, it's an alright scene. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think it would have fit for the ending though, because like, it's just the one so, that went was better. Yeah. 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 But it's well, nice that that was like one of their original ideas. It was like, well, yeah, it's it's natural. It's, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Classic. Because yeah. we've talked about that even without knowing the original ending. I was like, every single one of these fucking movies ends on a life raft. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they were like, oh, and naturally, we're gonna do the same thing. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, I think that's, ah, a, that's, that's the whole movie, man. I mean, yeah. I've, I love Austin Powers, man. Mm-hmm. It was one of my favorite movies as a kid. Gold member. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're fine, you're fine. Micromanaging dogs, man. <laughs> it's a hard life, man. Down, yeah. Fucking... What'd you do to that dog, man? I gave her a squeaker toy back so she doesn't bark. Oh man, you. Don't record? That's a hell of a life, man. Still recording? Good, we're good. Alright, so. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah so. Austin Powers was one, one of my favorite movies as a kid, man, so. It's got a special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. Watching it again as an adult. Mm-hmm. To, saw, you know, a couple other things that I didn't really notice as you a You glossed over, yeah. Yeah, I glossed over for sure. Uh, what about you, man? You got any. What do you think, Jason? What do you, what do you got, man? Well, uh, you give your rating. Oh, you want me to rate it right now? It on. Well, I'm saying, like, I thought we were going to... Everyone give their final thoughts, and then we'll do a final... Oh, is that... Yeah, you can, can do like that, that, man. Yeah. Any final thoughts on yeah. Austin Powers? So, man? yeah, Austin Powers series is definitely one that I watched a bunch as a kid. So, I mean, that's definitely a, a nice heavy spot for me. Um... One of my favorite scenes is the ridiculousness of uh, when uh, Vanessa goes up the ladder and he's in like the little car and trying to turn around, and it's just like the oh, hundred fuck, how point. How did we not even mention that? I gotta say, I couldn't even mention that. I um, guess I didn't write it down because I just thought, like, of course we're gonna fucking mention that, and I didn't mention it. Yeah. Anyway. But I, I just love the ridiculousness in that scene because, like, he was so confident that he'd get, like, he'd figure it out eventually, but he was just doing so bad every single time. And I just. It was such a vain attempt, but it, it just worked out so well for him. I never noticed like the fu- like the full the full form of it, like when they eventually he's totally wedged. Yeah, he's, going, <laughs> he's not even like turning the wheel <laughs> anymore. He's just yeah, going forward. It's like forward. certainly this will work at some point. Yeah, yeah. you think it would have been better just, just to like drag it? But... Yeah, you could have pushed it yeah. to the other direction. Yeah. What about you, Tyler? What do you got, man? Any um, final? yeah, so. I just, I guess, going into it, I didn't realize how much thought was put into this. Like, when I watched all the shit, or not watched, when I read through all that stuff this morning that they have about the spy uh, movie inspiration, um, and just that whole thing going through all the 60s, and everything inspired by Bond, and how much thought was put into this fucking movie? Like, obviously anyone can just make a bunch of fucking jokes, like, that's spoof movies. This is... 
I don't know a better done spoof movie, like, with this much fucking thought into it. Because I feel like, I don't know, like, the only movie I can think of is, like, epic movie, right? Yeah. Scary movie was, I mean, scary movie was good, too. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, as far as, like, a ridiculous spoof, right? Like, I don't know that epic movie really played on a lot of shit, right? They basically made fun of, like, I granted this is a long time ago when I watched this movie. Like, I think I was still, like, in middle school when Epic Movie came out. I don't know what year it came out, but, um, you know, they just played on the fact of, like, Mystique from X-Men. And he's like, okay, uh, be like, he basically ends up, like, having sex with his old grandma. Like, he can be, she can be any girl he wants, and, like, she's, like, this old grandma all of a sudden. <coughs> and, like, right, I think, grand, again, long time ago. Just the thought of every fucking joke, like the wardrobe of everything, you know, the certain scenes, everything's based... Like there was based, thought and care put into yes. it to either reference every or... Every joke, every... Yeah. Every outfit is based on just this spy phenomenon of the 60s. Yeah, everything had a point. And so this definitely goes, like, way past, like, just your standard comedy movie. Like, I, I think I think the, the genius of what this comedy is is way underthought and if you haven't watched all the Bond movies you're going to watch it and you're just going to go oh yeah it was a funny movie but if you've seen Bond you know what the fuck they're talking about you're going to go okay that's <laughs> this is a new level of comedy this is so fucking good and so you know I'll just go ahead and rake here yeah there we go there we go um, as far as comedy movies this gets an A like as far you know if we're putting it in the comedy section this gets an A for me for sure just knowing all... Like, it's so much more than just a standard, like, dick joke movie. You know? Though it has its dick jokes, obviously. As any good comedy does. So, this is, this gets an A. So, like... I'm, I'm giving it a 9 out of 10 because it's in the comedy genre. A 9 out of 10? Because in the comedy genre. Because it's different than it just being, like... You know, rating... That's pretty strong, man. It's comedy. I feel like I need a chart back here to be like, okay, so category A, no, 9 well, out of 10. Yeah, we haven't done it like look, this. Look, if you're at an overall movie, like, I'm sure asshole movie critics are going to be like, look, a movie's all from perception, right? So I'm not saying that it's a 9 out of 10 in a general universe of just anybody coming up and watching this movie and you're like, well, what is it? I don't get what it is. You know, it, it, you need a lot of background, you know? So on the scale of, like, I've watched all the Bond, I know what the fuck all the jokes are about. And, you know, there's a lot of shit put into this. So, like, if it's appreciated the right way, it, it's fantastic. So, as an overall movie, I'm sure some, I'm sure a movie critic probably rated it, like, you know, movie critics are on five stars or four stars, I think. Uh, systems, I think. Well, stick to yours, man. What, your final's at nine. You got a 9 out of yeah, 10? Yeah, because of the fact it's a comedy movie, it goes 9 out of 10 for me. And, yeah, because there couldn't have been more thought put into this. Like, it's the highest rating a comedy movie can get because it's more than just a dick joke movie, you know? Based on years of history. History? Of, of cinema history. History? <laughs> cinema history. I guess you're right. Yeah, I mean, Cinematic you're... history. You're right. Based You're on right. years of cinematic history, a phenomenon of spy movies in the '60s. Fair enough. I think you. I think you think I'm a clown right now. I mean, I don't I just think you. I don't out think you're case. a. I don't think you're a clown. Do not think you're a clown. I just think a nine is very strong for this movie. 
I think that's... But it's not your general nine. We're not rating fucking uh, a typical movie. We're not rating, like... You're rating... Like, we're not rating, rating a Fast and rating. Furious movie. You know what I mean? Because yeah. those get put into just regular movie standards. Like, this is a very niche movie, you know? Again, I feel like we need a chart somewhere <laughs> so we can categorize... Well, I think the rating really. So you're also thinking this is ridiculous, huh? I, I mean, you're, it's definitely higher than what like I would grade it. Then again, I don't have much of like the Bond background to really be right. like, oh, like I can appreciate all these different facets that went into it or whatnot. I can still appreciate the face value of a lot of the things that I don't understand. Right. Um, you know, so I I would be more around like the seven and a half. You know, that would be yeah. You know, it's pretty good comedy. Maybe if I had you know all of the knowledge, all the appreciation, it's more of the research. I could be like, okay. I appreciate all the care and detail, but... I just can't imagine, like, how long it took him to write all this shit. Um, I mean, like, if you've seen... the way he's gonna work all this shit in there. I think the character of Austin Powers is hilarious. Yeah. Just the idea of Austin Powers is fucking hilarious, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, there was a lot of thought that it went into it. But at the end of the day, you said it's more than a dick joke. I think that the movie plays into the fact that Austin or James Bond, or we'll just say the spy, the spy, yeah. like the overarching spy in movies, is like a sex out and all that. So, of course, it's going to be a lot of piss humor and sex humor and everything like that. Yeah. And I think a 6.9 is fitting. Right. As a legitimate, like, look. I mean, yes, and that's on purpose, but there's... You know, I also do truly believe that yeah. it's... But if you had to rate this in comedies... Like, this is a I'm different... Not, this isn't me saying I don't love the movie. No, right. I'm, but I'm saying... He's trying to you get think... you to rate it no, in no, no, his no, no, criteria. No, no. I'm not trying to get him to change anything. But I'm saying... I feel like the way you're rating it is you're going... Okay, look. This is a movie. Like, okay, yeah. If I'm rating this as a movie... There's a lot of, like... You know... The continuity's not great as far as, like... <laughs> I mean, if I, if I was going around nitpicking it... And you're like, okay, well, that's not realistic. Okay, well, how's that work? You know, you you could go every which way. With yeah, a bunch I mean, I'm of not. Shit it's and, not like I'm sitting here talking about the mutated <laughs> sea bass. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, well, there's no, there's no way a bunch of sea bass are going to eat that guy alive. I'm just saying, like, I'm saying, take it out of just general movie category. Yeah, I'm going six point nine. Okay. It's this is me looking at it from the lens of like a story. Like I said, I thought there was a couple of cheap bits when I was talking about the romance because I feel like that was kind of put in there just to move the story forward at the end of the day. That's not even a Bondism. Bond well, it is, though. I mean, Bond has a girl on every movie. But he doesn't run around falling in love and not... No offense to anybody. Sure. But and not, not, not raping anybody <laughs> is definitely not very Bond-esque. Yeah, you know what I mean? No, right. You know, I'm not... I'm not knocking the story. I'm just knocking the actual storytelling. Plus, there was quite a... It was definitely like a commercialized, like, comedy. You know what I mean? From back in the day. To me, it's just kind of... I still I still like it. I still love it. You know what yeah. I mean? And I, I know the next ones are going to be even better. You know what I mean? Because right. I, I... My first Austin Powers was gold member, and then I went backwards. You yeah. know what I mean? So, I'm sure the next ones are going to love even more, but to me, the first Austin Powers is a strong, very strong 6.9. Still enjoy the movie. Still love it quite a bit. But Tyler likes to convert that to like a letter... When I say that, mm-hmm. to me, it doesn't... When I say 6.9, it's not a D in my mind, right? That's, to me, like... like a B-minus. 
All right, I wouldn't even give it a letter grade because you're looking at it like above a, above a fucking fifty percent as a or below fifty percent as a complete failure. Right. Whereas, like to me, it's like. Well, I would we say if you're, rating, if you're this, rating a movie five out of yeah, ten. Yeah, we've talked about this, and you were right. You're right. If I did, you know, I'm not definitely not watching it again. I probably didn't like it. But I'm just saying, I, I don't think a comedy. Here's the thing: I don't do this with any other uh, facet of movie. Mm-hmm. Like I think, but I think you have to take comedies out of the tr- like just comedies in general. Like you're not gonna rate say Talladega Nights in you know standard movie but if I'm because you're not he's not getting in a car however if I'm gonna rate Talladega Nights right next to Austin Powers it's probably gonna land in the same spot because I know exactly what I'm rating Talladega Nights I've seen it a million times I know exactly where I'm gonna rate that and then I'll probably do Austin Powers the same exact spot the Talladega Nights will go lower for me just because I mean it's not a 9 yeah it's not a 10 it's not a 9 you know what I mean I still love the movie would watch it right now yeah, I don't know. That one's not as real. It's tough because I think for us it's a little bit more of an emotional attachment. Austin Powers grew up with us. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I loved Austin Powers. You know what I mean? Well, and also, and me, I mean, like, I've talked about this. I think things get nostalgia points. Like, I, I am not outside of having emotional Sure, if we were going to throw some nostalgia points on this movie, it's got This is not millions. an unbiased podcast. <laughs> <laughs> There's no bias here. No bias here at all. There's No, it's not an unbiased podcast. This is not a... <laughs> No, no, if no, it's that's, not that's unbiased, correct. then it is in fact biased. Yes, yeah. this is a, this is one hundred percent biased. This isn't podcast. an unbiased podcast where unbiased people bias each other with biases. This is okay, a biased so. podcast for whoever wants to listen. Yeah, absolutely. We're biased. Yes, <laughs> at least I am. My bias is show. So but yeah, I still really enjoyed it. Like, yeah. I will still definitely watch it again. But all right, the nostalgia points are very. Uh, so, is there a comedy movie then? Because I'm just now I'm just stuck on like okay so don't you think comedy movies are outside of that right well so let me let me tell you there, my, do you have a comedy movie that gets a nine well let me tell you I personally my favorite movie of all time Shaun of the Dead right that's my that's personal good, favorite yeah. movie if 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 like I was, of all the genres I could t- put it in I could tell you every scene every line yeah. so of all, of all genre across all genres like if you're like I gotta take one movie to an island with me yes it's Shaun of the it's Dead. Shaun of the Dead okay it's still not in the nines. Still, will lo- I still love it? It's interesting because when I gave Goodfellas a nine, you said, "How is it not a 10? So now you're saying not even your favorite movie gets a perfect score. No, 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 I'm, no! I just want to understand. <laughs> Don't you use his words against him. What I'm saying is, my favorite movie is right. not the best movie. What I have my own feelings towards is not. Right, what I'm I saying think put is put the a best bias score in here, though. That's you know what, what I'm saying. I mean? This is biased, like. But that's not that's not me, man. That's not me. I don't want. That's not me, man. That's your game. We don't have standardized grading, so we can't give standardized answers. We got to take it for what it is. Yeah, this is an He's emotional. Defending himself for what? I could change it later. Like, this is your class. You get whatever grading system you want. Yeah, I could change right? it later. So, I mean, in your right mind, now, Shaun of the Dead's an A plus plus for you. When I was talking about Goodfellas, it was a ten, and it will be a ten probably until I watch it, and then it might change. But right now, after watching the first Austin Powers movie and comparing it in your weird comedy world, Uh it's sticking a 6.9. I'm fine with that. Because it's also funny. 6.9. Nice. Nice. Mm -hmm. And it fits. So like every movie gets a 69 then. No. (laughs) 6.9. Right? Because 
I might go, might, go might, the might write one uh, 420. Might write one 420. Oh, well, there you yeah, go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, all right, so you will read it. Go. He already read it. Yeah, seven point five was where oh, I was sitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah seven point right. five. That's right, because you're. Yeah, it was one of those things you're talking like. Well, I think I would, but you know, like talking in hypotheticals and. Yeah, I just. No, seven point five seems like pretty much the the solid spot there. You know, like sure. I said, out of context of like the Bond movies and taking it at some of its like face value stuff. Like that's good comedy. Anyone can watch that and get a lot of the intended result out of it. You know, right. fun for the whole family kind of thing. Um, and then that's that's probably where some of those like you, both the nostalgia points and maybe understanding some of the care more when you've actually seen all the other Bond movies, you kind of know all the references. Okay, so that's, that's a rating, right? So that all right. So what if we go on a scale of just how much you like the movie out of ten? Like not like your rating because I feel oh, like sure. when we rate right, we're taking into account like how you would suggest it to another person, right? But if you're talking your personal enjoyment. Out of ten, like how do you? I mean, personal enjoyment is so subjective. It's not like right. That's what be, I mean. It's I like, was sitting like on your couch, kind of like half-assed, with like a fucking pillow around my head. Like I was pretty comfortable, right? Yeah. But if I was sitting on the floor, like I might not enjoy this movie as much. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or if sure. I have like a beer in my hand versus like the dog is sitting on my fucking like leg and I can't. You know what I mean? Like yeah. There's a lot of factors and variables that go into an enjoyment of a movie, is all I'm saying. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's just outside the movie being what it is. Yeah. Sure. Even if it's a comedy. We could be watching fucking The Notebook. But if I got a girl sucking my dick, that's a great movie. <laughs> ten out of ten. <laughs> ten out of ten. ten, out of ten One of the movie. best. Personal enjoyment? Fucking loved it. <laughs> well, that's fine. Yeah, you know, I think that's kind of... Okay. No, I'm, I'm not getting you to try to change. I'm just... I, I like to see all... All uh, well, yeah. angles. Let's get. It. Let's, you know what I mean? let's let's go that. Let's go there though. Let's go there. I want to see. So, what was your personal enjoyment? Uh, personal enjoyment. I throw that up at an eight. An eight. Yeah. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. So that's interesting, because it's not far away from his original score. <laughs> so I think that point five. I think that's pride. That's probably just pride, buddy. You think it's just pride. make it all an eight. Okay. okay. <laughs> no, it's all seven point five. I changed oh, my mind. I've now enjoyed it less. Happy to think about it this much. I'm enjoying. You know what? I'm enjoying this less. Yeah. I'm regretting this. Yeah. Podcast zero stars. <laughs> zero stars. What hated this? Yeah. What about uh? What, what was your personal enjoyment? I mean, sticking out of nine. Yeah. Sticking out of nine. Yeah. My personal. Because there are. I mean, there's obvious. I'm sorry. I no no. I it was a thoughtful pause that I. I didn't know you'd... Finish your thoughtful ready. pause. Yeah, yeah okay, Because yeah. basically... Now I forget what I was going to say because we had that moment, so... Never mind. Go ahead. Glad. Works glad like a charm. Glad Works like a charm. I'm glad I could... I'm glad I could make you forget All that. you have to yeah. do is just make full eye contact and... Touch your shoulder. Man, why do I... That's going to bother me. Now. <laughs> I completely forgot. It's like, I had a really good point. It's gone for no, me. No, you know, my personal enjoyment, man, I don't, that's a, such a ridiculous question. <laughs> to me, it's like, oh, how much did you enjoy sitting on my couch and watching my movie? Uh, like an eight. Like an eight. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I wouldn't be here if I didn't personally. Oh, because basically, you know, you watch any movie enough times, right? You feel yeah. like, like, oh, I don't like this part. You know, like, I wish this part was a little faster. Uh, you know. This yeah, is the so part where I pull out my phone and start going through Facebook. Sure. So, you know, with those parts X'd out, but at the same time, it's still that 9 for me just because of all the references and the little things. So. Plus, we're kind of on this James Bond kick where it's like, you know, it's it's fresh. All of it's yes, fresh. Absolutely. You know, this is, if, it, if it was like we, let's say we were 
fifty something when this movie came out back in what nineteen ninety seven or what year did yes, it come yeah, out? Yeah, I so, so. I mean, if we were fifty and we remembered all these James Bond movies, like let's see what it's all about. Yeah, and we go and watch it. And we're like, dude, what? <laughs> what were like, we? Thinking? What were we thinking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But hey, before we end, mm-hmm. let's thank Jason, man. Let's give let's give him a quick. Yeah, thanks, man. A quick and round ahead of applause, time. man, for Jason. Yeah, man. thanks for coming on, man. Oh yeah. Is, yeah, happy to be here. This is yeah, a, thanks uh, for being this was here. A treat. This was a treat. It's like a Cheryl's Cookie, sponsored by not Cheryl's Cookies. We wish. No sponsors yet. No sponsors yeah. yet. Sponsored by Budweiser, Hooters, and Tab Soda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tab Soda. Tab Soda. 